The following advertisement is brought to you by Bradley Charles Lacrosse. As loyal listeners know, here on the pod, there is nothing we love more than amplifying and promoting products that we use and believe in. In particular, we love to elevate lesser known products that may be too edgy or revolutionary for the mainstream. That is why we are thrilled to tell you about the Darius Rucker Clucker Plucker. That's right, Adam. I cannot tell you how shit pissing excited I am this holy unity of my favorite 90s era rocka turned country music behemoth with the important work of follow de feathering. Listener, settle in and answer me this. How many angry times have you found yourself battling an angry chicken over a wooden pail on your ranch? Just try to get supper on the table for your family? You don't have the time nor the salve for those wounds. Especially when Mima and Pappy are heading in from the city to celebrate your bountiful harvest. Keith, it's a tale as old as time. You have the fat back in a roasting, the hard tack of bacon, and one son of a bitch chicken that won't assume its rightful place at the center of the dinner table. Dinner can't be late. The preacher's coming over tonight, and you cannot say grace with talons, scars all over your face, so what a disgrace. Well, fear not, listener. The Darius Lucker, Rucker, Clucker, Plucker, trademarked, won't leave you a hungry fucker. Just strap one of these on your shoulder, approach your delicious target cautiously, and when you're within a wing's reach, engage the patented Clucker Sucker, copyright, technology to vacuum that son of a bitch into the feather chamber, where your prey will be transformed into a dead, naked, and smooth idiot, worthy of its place in your award-winning pot pie. That sounds a little violent and unpleasant, Adam. Won't the desperate wailing of the bird and its final death grow ruin my appetite? Oh, Danny, worry not. That's where the majesty of the gene creation really comes through. Each Darius Rucker Clucker Plucker, TM, is equipped with a high-powered audio speaker that exclusively plays the sweet tones of Darius Rucker's music catalog. You don't have to worry about the haunting death rattle of God, Al- God Almighty's beautiful creature when you're humming along to the Hootie's greatest hits. Just one use of this masterpiece invention, you'll be telling the Darius Rucker Clucker Plucker, I only want to be with you. Listeners of the random podcast that we named later can claim a free 30-day trial by visiting the Darius Rucker Clucker Plucker page on Parlor and using promo code DUMBCHICKEN. Think of how many of these miserable creatures you can squash from existence in 30 days. Wow, what a generous offer. Act now. Darius Rucker praise be upon him. Endorses no such product as this product podcast recording. has not been paid for this promotion. This product is not approved by FDA or the U.S. Department of Agriculture. And is also not advertising business boys uh if you heard the beginning of the podcast which of course you did because you click subscribe and followed and listen to the beginning of the podcast you heard our first ever live read on the pod sent to me by brad charles lacrosse and i'll be waiting for that money in my venmo brad so and i'll be waiting for uh, money for my venmo from anyone anyone who's out there would like to give me money at any point in life go ahead and just send it adam j619 at venmo and I'll be happy to do it. Anyway, here we are. Uh, the random podcast to be named later. Episode number 11. 
we have done this now for almost three months, and I'm proud to say that uh, each episode has been just as fun as the last. It's been a magical ride with the both of you. And uh, I'll introduce my cohorts, my partners in crime, if you will, to my left, which doesn't matter to the listeners because you are listening to this audibly. Uh, but Danny Fitzpatrick is here. He's sitting next to me. Good fucking morning, everybody. Good morning, Vietnam! I think you mean cluckin' fucking morning. Cluckin', pluckin' morning, brother. Good cluckin', muckin' morning. And uh, the man who jumped in there with the cluckin', pluckin' introduction cluckin is the, fuckin'. the clucker fucker himself, Keith Hall. I have never fucked a chicken Okay. To my knowledge. To your knowledge. To well, my knowledge. I don't even know what that means. What does that even mean? I have never fucked a chicken to my knowledge. Uh, neither have I, and I don't need a to my knowledge. I will can legitimately say I've never had sex with a chicken before. I will not speak on this. Danny has had sex with a chicken is what I gathered from that right there, and uh, I feel it's time to move on. So thank you, Brad, for that wonderful introduction. And, uh, you know, as... They used to say at the beginning of the West Coast Wrestling Company shows, how the hell are you guys doing? Doing fucking great. How doing are you? Fucking, I'm doing good. Do you have any interesting stories from this week, Danny? Because I know someone at this table does. I got a couple geckos. I saw that today. Uh, what was their names? Mortimer uh, and uh, Goldar and Goldar. Lord Zed. I thought old. you were going to say Mortimer Plumtree. Do, you, do uh, any of your kids understand that? Oh, they do watch the Power Rangers. They so picked right. the names. Oh, they picked the names. They did. Okay. And did I'm, Megan picked the name herself? Uh, no, she will get one soon. And when she can say words. Yes. I'm sure it'll be a Power Ranger, and, though. And when she could play with it without killing it. Yes, yes that's, that's, true. That's, that's, that's true. Well, the jury's still out at the boys. The boys might kill them. The boys might kill it. <laughs> but do you remember the time when uh, we, you, we lived together um, and your wife had a lizard? And the ants decided to try to infringe on the lizard's territory. And if anyone knows me, I am positively petrified of reptiles, period. So this was an adventure for me to remove this. Uh, was What kind of animal was it? A leopard gecko. A leopard gecko. It was an adventure for me to try to remove this from this tomb of ants which I did uh, because we had a huge ant problem at that old house. I hate ants. I hate ants so ants much. Ants are my, my we, Mount Rushmore of things I fucking hate. We usually <laughs> don't, we don't, we don't get them too badly here if we take care of it soon yeah, enough. Yeah, we spray around the house every like three months and they usually stay away. But if we don't, we've had a couple instances where if they've we gotten fail, into yep. our uh, cupboard where all our cereals are. And I'm a serial guy, so I, I want to be a serial killer of the ants ah, when one. they are... Coming at my well, technically to be a serial killer, you only have to kill three. I think they lowered it to two, so that's not a lot of ants. So maybe you want to be like a, a holocauster of ants. I mean, maybe in one hell of an episode, not going down this. <laughs> Nobody was here the, earlier the, when Keith and I were talking. There's and more I than know... one holocaust guy. Well, no, there's not. I mean, I, I think the word I was looking for was genocide. You need to genocide the ants. That's a better word for it. Yeah. There you go. Uh, and Keith actually was contemplating committing some form of genocide this week. And uh, I'm not even going to ask Keith if he had an interesting week because I know that he certainly did. I did indeed. So at Keith's job at the unknown location that he works at, uh, recently uh, a bunch of people have quit or whatever the hell happened. And he ended up being promoted to an assistant manager. Uh, just an outbreak, but... Uh, assistant regional manager. Assistant to the regional assistant manager. Assistant to the regional manager. Exactly, yes. Um. So Keith had been promoted uh, recently, 
since Keith has shown an aptitude to do the work at his office, at least average. Um, it's all it takes, baby. Jo- average is great. I mean, when, when, when you're working these menial jobs, you just have to be a little above average and no, you can move up. It's true. <laughs> so like my last job that I worked at was Amazon yeah, yeah. and I literally was just doing the job as it should be done by any normal human. I would get the job done in the time that I needed to. Yep. And all of a sudden a month into it, they wanted to promote me to like a manager, which required me to be in the office all the time, the building. And like, that's not, I literally got this job because I wanted to be active and I wanted to be out there. But then by the time I was ready to be a manager, they didn't want me anymore. And I'm like, okay, well, of course it's, it's these jobs are so stupid in the way they do things. And, uh, Keith found out Keith got another taste of it this week. Keith's gotten plenty of this, but yeah, I mean, yeah. So, uh, you know what, Keith, I'll just let you set the scene of your day on, was it Saturday? So, I don't remember. I shoot all uh, these days. Oh, the days meld together. I don't really know. I believe it was Saturday. Yes. So I'm working with my manager and it's just me and her. And I get a call from our area lead that says, Hey Keith, how would you like to pick up a couple more hours to me? That sounds okay. I say sure. And he says, I need you to leave right now and go to Fletcher Parkway. <laughs> and there's just me and my manager here. So I'm at that point. I tell him, well, I can't really, you know, it's only me and her. He basically says she can call in the cashier and you can go. So I defiantly tell him I'll be over there at two. And it was about 12. (laughs) So I basically kind of like, I'll be there when I can. So I accept this and I go over to this new store. And this store is the most ghetto, filthiest, disgusting place I've ever been. So if you live in San Diego, um, it is the mall in El Cajon. Uh, I don't, Parkway? No. is it Parkway Plaza Parkway Mall? Plaza, yes. Yeah, it's Parkway Plaza Mall. El Cajon, how do I say this delicately without sounding like a terrible but, person? And it's, it, there are places in El Cajon, that, but yeah. the particular store I work in is drawing the lowest clientele. That particular on, area of El Cajon is not great. And it's not, no, it is not. But I don't want to bury everybody who lives in El Cajon. I want to be a little, but if you know where I work, you know I'm drawing in. We live in Lakeside. This isn't the this isn't heaven either. And my and my store I work at is no perfect place either. But let's I'll I'll just go through some of the things that have there at this store. I immediately recognize there is a feud between the stalkers and the cashiers that they will purposefully leave boxes and trash in each other's area and not do each other in. Mess they each won't other's do each other? No, they won't do each other's... They won't do their work, oh, and they okay. will mess each other's work up. That's different than sex. Yes. So there's a hole in the ceiling from the break-in that happened just a couple of days prior. I didn't tell you... I, Were they broken into by the Italian job crew that break it through the ceiling? A crackhead broke through the ceiling and tried to get... And then realized smart we, crackhead. we have a safe. Him. He tried to drill through the top of the safe. This all leads to the fact that... What kind of crackhead is going through the ceiling exactly. and, and also has a he drill has to open a, dr- a safe? He didn't get anything. He left That's through... high-quality crackhead. He left through the hole in the ceiling, <laughs> which amazingly, it's really high. I don't know how he got back through. Because he's Batman. You're literally describing Batman right now. So, I mean, now. The, the safe does not shut. So, I had to, at the end of the night... How do you not rob the safe that doesn't shut? It was a problem within a couple of days. The safe stopped working. Maybe it had something to do with his tampering with it. The slow play. No, it's a slow play. He broke in. He messed with the safe. Now it doesn't work. Now he's going to make his second attempt. And now I, in my first day there, have to hide the 
all the money from the safe in a box in the warehouse and wake up at 6.30 the next morning to call the manager. For all you potential robbers out there, <laughs> DM me the information and I'll tell you where this place is so you can rob it. I mean, so there, it's just a cavalcade. But long story short, he decides while I'm there to tell me that he's going to- This is his area manager. My area manager is going to transfer me over there full time. And I told, and they've tried to transfer me there three times now. So he starts this on the basis of, do you want some extra hours? And by the time I'm over there on the first day, I'm transferred over there. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so in the span of two hours, Keith went from taking up today because someone called out or something, then you're going to be here for two weeks. Then it turned into, because now you're sick. going to work here. And, and then by the time, by eight o'clock, so he was sick. So by he, the manager there had to go home. So he's like, you're going to stay here for two weeks. Okay. By the end of that night, I'm transferred over there. The guy that was sick, by the way, was still at the store still, when Keith got still there. Still in the office with me. He was touching all the computers to put me into the system. Don't worry. I'm spraying it down to disinfect it. That's going to get rid of the germs and diseases. All he had was a fever and they're just taking extra precautions. So now he can't come to work for two weeks because he has a fever. He doesn't, they don't even know if he's sick. If only there was a way if there was to there, go to a place I to find out if you are I literally just sick. I literally told them, my roommate just went to Walgreens. Go there in three days, you'll have the answer. You do not need two weeks off. And he's telling me he does. So basically, there is an Is he getting paid? Yes. There's oh, an atmosphere at this store where no one does any work, no one picks up anything, and no one does anything. Literally. The, it, I've had complaints there every day that it's the messiest store they've ever been to. Not just branch of this particular store. Messiest store business It's a period. store full of Danny's from Target. It is, ah. yeah. It Not is, Danny in general, but Danny yeah. at Target was very much checked out. So basically, and sounds like a lot of these people. Long story short, I call my boss the next morning and told her, if I have to be there in two weeks staying, you can consider this my two weeks notice. And she called him and I am back at my store yeah. on the 21st. But he has told me, well then, if he doesn't want this transfer over here, then he can be bussed back down to cashier. So I'm now getting what I want. These losing people, my managership. These managers that manage these minimum wage job, minimum wage jobs, think they are like in control of these people. God, because, king of the universe, and I'm a tool in his yeah. belt that he can just throw around. I'm like, fuck this guy. Little does he know that Keith spent like five years unemployed. He found a way to make money, man. I, Keith, will, Keith will find a way. I have no problem. I'm like, and this is perfect time. I don't want to be working now almost 40 hours a week yeah. now that I'm going to wrestle again. So I'm like, this is, he thinks he's punishing me. Oh, uh, I mean, <laughs> I don't, I think I got COVID. I, I Nine think people <laughs> listen to this podcast. It doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter. matter. Breaking news, everybody. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> but yeah, no, this is, this all worked out all right for me. He thought he punished me, but I got yeah. what I wanted. For the, for, for the. And he's a cunt. It's true. For the uh, information of this, it's uh, Keith literally works within like a, 0.2 miles from the store he works at now. I work a block away. This other one is like in the middle of El Cajon, which is like 20 minutes, maybe 15 it, it, minutes. 15, but I mean, that's not even the worst well, the part. The way you drive, it, it's 15. It is the it, it is the environment of that. So I knew within a minute of walking. Yeah. I mean, they yeah. have unchained helium tanks just sitting there with kids playing it. Like, the, I don't want to, I'm not going to express my dislike of the clientele that go there, but they're terrible. <laughs> so I'm like, it's all bad. I would rather work here with the crackheads because yeah. at least I know them and they're actually cool. <laughs> they're nice to me. <laughs> now, I made a comment about Keith's driving. Now, have you ever been in a car with Keith? Yes. 
Are you scared when you're in the car with Keith? No. All right. So Brad, who's hopefully listening to this podcast. Brad has been, and he has Brad been has, terrified. Well, so a couple of years ago, we went to Vegas for Justin, uh, Keith's brother's. Record uh, speed. Uh, bachelor, bachelor party. party. Uh, we went out a day early to an event. How quick? Well, we'll get to that. Okay. We, we, we drove out early to attend a Ring of Honor show the day before because sure. they were, just so happened to be in town. So me... Keith, Brad, and another friend of mine, Sonny's, we decided to go out a day early. So I can say this. I got so high. I was really high. I don't So know. did I. <laughs> no, he didn't. He's kidding. Um, anyway, so I don't really remember much of the drive. It definitely felt really quick. And when I looked at the time we had taken, how long was the drive? I don't remember. I want to say it was like four. It was like four, four hours. And a half hours. I've made it in four. Okay, it Vegas. Was, and you, now you were going about 90 to 100 the entire time? Probably. See, okay, but yeah. this is this is the thing. Okay, so all the times I've been to Vegas, it took four hours to get there. So when I've been with people in it, like when I went out with uh, I mean, uh, Anthony. I might, I might be the, overestimating. No, but when I, I went, when I went out with Anthony, like last year, to go to the AEW show, we got there in like five hours, five and a half hours. And okay. I was like, this feels abnormal to me. And he's like, no, no. when you drive the normal speed limit, it takes five, oh, it six does, well, hours to does, get there. Yeah, when you drive 30 miles an hour faster, you get there yeah, well, 30 well, at least, yeah. You should get there quicker because once you get to Arizona, the speed limit turns in like 70, and at one point it's 75. Like, but you yeah, should be going admittedly, much faster. Admittedly, anyway. I was going 80 yeah. at the lowest so, that entire so trip. In the back seat, uh, Brad and Sonny were back there. They were not drinking a tub of alcohol or anything they, like but that. That is why I believe they were more frightened than they should have been. So anyway, during this entire trip, I keep taking a look back at them and they are like, they look petrified. And I only bring this up because so Keith is working on Wednesday and his dad is leaving. He's yes. going to uh, Australia for his job. He's going to be gone a couple of months probably. So Definitely. he asks me. No, he has said that he would kick us out if we did that while he was gone. Um, so he asked me if I could drive him. Now, Keith had previously told me that his dad had a very like possessive thing about driving. Only he would only my dad would drive. His dad would only drive even if it was driving Keith's car. So I said to him, I, I jokingly said, well, it's like driving like a thing for you. And he laughed. And he's like, why is it? Because Keith said that you're very possessive about your driving. He's like, well, that's because Keith drives like an asshole. <laughs> So Keith's presumption this whole time was that it was just his dad being overly like wanting to have everything he, his way. He just wa I just he wa I wanted I thought he was an ultra control freak who just wanted control at all times of even the wheel. And to me, it never even crossed my mind that, it was, that I was just a tour, an asshole of a driver. Yeah. And as soon as Adam said that, I said, oh, yeah, that makes way more sense. Yeah. So that's what happened. So uh, see, my thing is when I don't drive and someone else drives me, I assume no control, obviously. Yeah. So whatever happens, <laughs> fuck it. I get, I actually get frustrated when I drive with people who don't drive like me because I feel like, oh god, I can be doing this so much faster, <laughs> and that's the problem. I take driving as like a task to get done quickly. Like, and uh, speaking of driving quickly, if you're wondering if Keith has ever been in an accident, uh, you would be correct in that assumption. He Drove off a freeway once because he was going too fast when it was pouring rain. Now, now that was my pro. Now, now I just 
But it's not your fault because literally two weeks ago when it poured rain here, I saw someone fly off the freeway on that exact same spot as I was driving that, home. There is a I drove the entire way home at the same. It was I was going seventy, which in the rain, yes, is speeding. It, the, it, you shouldn't be going. It's the no, it's the first rain because everything's more yes, slippery. It was if, more if we're slip. three days into a rain, you can drive. But there is fine. a particular. There is multiple parts in that fence where people have slid off. There's a portion right after the bridge where the road is literally not done correctly and it is incredibly slick. I do not blame myself for my one sole accident. Why would you? Danny, how many accidents have you been in? Probably six, maybe. I remember in high school when you take. flipped your truck. That was uh, right before WrestleMania. Yeah. Right before uh, WrestleMania in LA. I'm like, because it was like the first day of like spring break. And I'm like, that. yeah, Danny in the rain tried to speed around a corner and flipped his truck. Yep. Danny, yep. you had a truck? Uh, not very long. Not very long. <laughs> I do not remember Danny having a it truck. Was the that's probably it was a ranger and it was a couple of months, right? <laughs> oh, okay, well, I, yep. that's why I have only, I've known Danny to only have smaller cars. And then I, I have a vivid memory of driving Keith home from school and I stopped at the, at the stoplight, but I thought it was a stop sign. And so I just started going and went and Keith's like, the fuck? what the fuck? And I was like, what? Now, I don't like driving trucks because I've fishtailed in my dad's yes, truck yeah, twice, yeah. not even raining. Just take a turn too sharp, and that back will start kicking out on you. So it's, yeah, I don't really like driving a truck. So a little bit after my accident, um, I was, I don't know if you remember, I don't even remember his name, but he was in, he went to high school with Keith and I, but uh, he was that redhead we always made fun of. I don't remember, I don't remember his the name. sister Steven or oh, something? No. Yeah. <laughs> I just slid that in there real. <laughs> that was there was a dude yes. who fucked his sister at our school. I'm just saying, like. <laughs> but I was in an accident with him. Wait, uh, wait, we, you were with sister? No, we never listened some, to this podcast we, before. Welcome aboard. We did some school project, and uh, somebody hit us, and I was in the passenger seat. And when I got out. I looked and it was the same cop from the week before that was there. And he's like, what the fuck? Man? What is wrong with? You? Yeah. I've luckily I've never, cause I, that, I think that'd bother me more being a passenger in an accident. Cause that's how my uncle, he had bra traumatic brain injury. He was a, in a really bad accident as a passenger and it fucked him up for years. He like, he couldn't leave his house at one point. Like, so if, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, and then you want to, Blame that other person, and I would never want. He never wants to be a pass. He won't. No, he won't. Yeah. He won't let anyone else drive now. Like he, but I'm like and he. That makes sense. He yeah. has a valid reason. I'm yeah. like he had a life scarred PTSD because he well, let someone else drive. The same way with which she doesn't like yeah. driving long distances because she was in a really bad accident that broke her neck. But she wasn't even driving. No, but I. But you still like. But you still you have, still have yeah. that fear. Yeah, but she doesn't like driving at night. She doesn't like driving in the rain. She doesn't like driving. Period. I don't like, like driving at night either. I have sometimes there's like. With my eyesight, like I can't see shit. I'm just like, ah. And if the windows get foggy or if it's raining, it's so much harder. And we're seeing you hit a person and have to hide him. Okay. <laughs> oh, not speaking from experience, guys. Come definitely on. speaking from experience. Come on, I totally went off the road and hit a fence. Yeah, he did. He did do that. Uh, I have a no fence. Yeah, I have no real. No, I know of no real broadcast way of segueing out of this so we're just gonna just keep going we're just gonna keep going um he's drug fact keep he doesn't have one this week. Really, we're gonna make him say something but no, no, I, I mean i have there. i have we're, we're not there yet though i do I, it's not a fact really but i have an anecdote a drug an anecdote. anecdote there you go a drug annie a drug annie oh. for the week again from somebody at the store who just asked well, me that i will we'll get into it later i don't was want, it explosive i, I don't want to spoil it 
Oh my did you god. Drop, did you drop a bomb on them? I dropped a bomb on him. So anyway, Baby. uh let's talk about this. Cause uh man, there's I don't even know where to begin. All right, so yesterday, well, yesterday for right now, uh this past Sunday uh was AEW's newest pay-per-view revolution. Uh thank you to Devin Sparks who paid for it, and I didn't have to illegally stream it or anything like that. So there you go. I somehow convinced him to watch it, and he he was interested in the death match, the exploding barbed wire death Yikes. match. And um, <laughs> no, no, okay. I know. I know. Right. So a, a couple of things. Uh, we'll start at the most buzzworthy thing of the show, and that was how the show ended. Uh, so on this pay per view, the main event was the first time in like North America was in a exploding barbed wire death match. Uh, the basic gist of the match is the entire ring is surrounded by barbed wire. And if you hit the barbed wire, it explodes. There's these boards outside of barbed wire. And if you land on it, it explodes. And then supposedly after 30 minutes, if the match was still going, the ring was going to explode. Well, that was what we were told. That's what it was told to everyone anyway. That's what was sold to you. So the match itself, I thought, was really well done. Um. Kenny Omega, John Moxley for the title. I thought the match was well done. The throwing in the, I don't know if you saw any of the gifts of them yes, throwing yeah. in. It looked good. It did. The match itself, they they left the one side of the ring open. Um, the, the, the gimmick was that Kenny built this. Yeah. So at the end, we're getting to the part where now they're saying that even though the match is over, the countdown is still going. To the ring exploding. Um, because they want the big... Because they want the big finale of the ring exploding to, to send you off there, right? Sounds great. Um, because you hyped it up so much. Because you hyped it up so much. You have um, certain expectations of what you're going to see, as I just... I've gotten, I've gotten more information, so we'll get to that in a okay. second, about the explosion. Someone who's actually there at the show. Um, you, I just, I'm just, yeah, yeah, yeah. just see, showing the exploding, showing ring, like, what, exploding ring what it should have looked like. What it should look like, yeah. Um, just pass. So basically phone. what happened is the good brothers, Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows came out. They started to beat up Moxley. They handcuffed him. They sold this whole thing. Like they were going to leave him intentionally in the ring so he could blow up. Eddie Kingston runs out to who he'd been feuding with Moxley, but he runs into the ring and they have this really corny end of movie sequence where Eddie is looking around, out, frantic, looking around yeah. frantically trying to get Moxley out of the ring, but there's a countdown. It's like 10, so at this point, Eddie realizes that he's got to just protect Mox, so he lays on top of him. And then the countdown hits zero. And then whatever was supposed to happen didn't happen. So what basically ended up happening was, if you've seen Gilberg's entrance... <laughs> sparklers. <laughs> it's basically some sparklers came up from the ring post. A couple of fireworks went off at ringside. Apparently it looked much better in the live crowd than it did on TV. Because they saw smoke. The smoke, yeah. Which we don't, which we didn't see yeah. on TV. But like, so I, per- it was literally, literally some smoke and a couple of sparklers, and then that was it. And the crowd immediately started to show over it. And I feel like they could have easily pivoted away and made some kind of Kenny was playing a prank excuse. But then Eddie sold it like he was dead. Um, the commentators reacted as if the ring had as exploded. Was, yeah. Um, as if it was like they're bigger. just doing their jobs at that no, point, of course. but it really looked bad. I compared it to the Shockmaster, yeah, as, as how bad of an ending it was. 
Well, at that point, it sucks for everybody involved. The commentators, yes. the like Eddie, fucking Kenny, obviously, like Mox. It, it sucks for everybody. And, and involved. when you think about how it could have gone, like yes. I like you said, you had more details on what the, it was supposed to look like. But I'm like, I see, like I was just showing around a picture of like a exploding ring match from Japan, and like if that visual effect had taken place at the end of the show, my god, that would have been probably one of the biggest wrestling moments in North America. Yeah. Like that would have been crazy cool. Unfortunately, that's not how it turned out. And so uh, Derek Montilla, who is um, he manages Devin, Arizona. He's a good guy. We, uh, Danny and I get along with yeah. him. He's a pretty nice guy. Um, he pretty does, good guy. He is like a, a sports writer or a sports broadcaster in Arizona. He covers the, the Diamondbacks, yeah. the Cardinals, all those things. So he was at the show. He's friends with Mega Ran, who's a rapper. He did. He did. He does some wrestler he would show up at some of these uh wally mania shit so he derek tweeted afterwards i don't consider myself an explosives expert but i have a theory midway through the match the crew had to cut the explosive lines and removed it it looked like it may have been for safety reasons i'm guessing breaking the circuit caused him not to be able to set it off at the end he then tweets the line i'm referring to is closest to us on the left side of the ring from hard cam it was the low it was the line closest to team heels which is like there's the side of the crowd where the heels are right they only removed the line from that one side, but like I said, I'm guessing breaking the circuit caused issues. So potentially, in my opinion, I think they probably had a much bigger looking thing. Right. In my, this is what I told you after. All you have to really do is make the stuff on the outside pop up. Yeah. And you can then distract visually from, like nothing is going to hit the guys in the ring from that. Right. And then Eddie can sell like he's dead. And he, or at the very least, he could say smoke inhalation. Because what went off, you can't use smoke inhalation. It, and as much as I liked, as I like Tony Khan, and I watched some of his post-show presser thing where he answered a bunch of questions. His whole thing the whole time was keeping the the story. Yeah, of yeah. Kenny made the shitty K-fabe. thing. Kenny made and a I'm shitty like, bomb. And I'm like, I think the best thing for them to do at that point is to just say. We fucked. Bite the bullet. Bite yeah. the bullet. We you, fucked it, up. It could. It doesn't even have to be a we fucked up. It could have been like something went wrong and there was a safety. Like he was yeah. saying, Montoya was saying, something went wrong. There was a safety issue. And for the athlete safety, yes. we decided not to go through with the explosive part. Because, of the because like people will play. Like if you say, oh yeah, during the match, we realized if this went off, it could injure somebody because it was yeah. set up wrong. Absolutely. Nobody would be like, no, we set it off anyway. Nobody, that would be a nobody, ridiculous take. Nobody freaked out when Rey Mysterio didn't actually lose his eye in the eye for an eye match. <laughs> or when Randy Orton didn't burn or, his or face off. Burn his face off. <laughs> like, wrestling fans are not dumb. You can just tell them, like, we fucked up. Like, I don't like, Or find a way to make up something for Eddie. Make up a heart condition that but, maybe he doesn't really have. He passed out from stress. Do but that. the interesting use that just something. The interesting thing is if you noted that they thought halfway through the match if they had to cut it whatever. So at that point they should have been thinking during the match what do do? we're going to need a way out of this. And your Kenny example would have been perfect to just heal it up like why would I blow myself up if I lose? Are you kidding me? I'm not going to build a bomb. Look. And then just fucking play it off like that and then re-deliver later. If someone else has to. I've seen some really funny memes made out of this thing. I've seen a lot. I have seen some funny funny. stuff. But at the end of the day, like they've been around for two years, and this is their first big botch. Like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give them shit for something that WWE would never have the balls to do in the first place. Yeah, I mean, like they tried, they failed. They they tried, tried, failed. You you live and you learn. Guess what? 
you as long as you learn from this, it, this wasn't the electrified cage in TNA yeah. where where a homicide just started convulsing. You just grab and the, the lights, the lights flicker. flicker, and you just pretend you're being electrocuted. That's yeah. not the le legitimate stuff went off when they hit the ropes. I mean. I don't remember, but wasn't the Punjabi prison like the first one? Like also, I remember there was one of these matches where it was all sorts of fucked when they first did it. I don't know if it was Punjabi. I mean, prison it got one. fucked because one because that was when a bunch of those guys had those liver enzyme oh, okay. things, yeah. so it basically it was turned into like into no, it turned into like Batista and the Undertaker or something. <laughs> we're like two guys that were like, why are no, these guys in I'm a thinking, Punjabi uh, prison? The, well, the, the big boss man with the dogs, the Hell in a Cell, where they the had kennel, the, kennel, the from kennel from Hell, and the dogs wouldn't like. It was like, yeah, every company has had their like. Yeah, okay, the, the only, they tried, they failed. It didn't. The only work. issue I have is the people that say, "Oh, well, this is just proving AEW is amateur." Those are just like, the cornet, those, are, that, those are the cornet people, and, and I, who I, I get that, anyway. and that's that's yeah. the internet. But WWE's had some we pretty can't famous act like WWE has yeah. just mentioned the Iron for an Eye match. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, and that's they, they, added, they suspended a guy from the ceiling and dropped him. So, I mean, and now I think. I mean, oh, I'm, I'm like, what is he talking? Oh, about? I'm like, remember, yeah, yeah, you fucking killed the guy, now, like doing your know, stunts. So I don't know if Keith guys. is this way, but for me, especially because I have wrestled previously, I look into it like that. Really sucks for the two guys in the ring. In the all ring, I thought yes, about, that's, I, 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 that's all I was thinking about. I can appreciate their effort. I didn't watch it, but I appreciate their effort. It sucks because, like Bubba said, Bubba Ray, the finish is what everyone remembers. And no it, apparently, what. it was such a good match. And that's like, all yeah. anyone's gonna remember yeah. from that show is sucks. that is that match. And it really sucks. And I love Eddie and I love Moxley. Yeah. Like, and I feel so bad for both of those guys yeah. because, like, that's all you remember is those two guys and Eddie doing his cheesy, over the top action movie shit. But like, if the ring had blown up, that would have been a really cool like, spot where you would have remembered that, and if, that would have created like. A big moment if you got one of the big like ex japan explosions i'm like yeah that would have been a huge that would have been really cool and this is the time to do it because you're living in an era where the fans are there yeah. but they're not that they're close not, yeah. to the ring yeah like you couldn't do it this match with a full crowd no. in a normal time period like you just can't do that it just sucks because the expectation was so high and it just didn't deliver, it didn't deliver. the match itself delivered yeah. in my opinion i think people are just going to remember for the yeah. wrong reasons because that's what because I the match is built around the at the end of the match, the ring explodes yeah. and the ring didn't but, explode. So people go, well, the match. I also undersold. thought they made a mistake in like here, this. This is the easy booking I would have done on the fly. So the ring doesn't blow up, right? Kenny says, well, why would I build something that might blow me up? Yeah. No. Why would I build something? Because if the if the ring was already going to explode anyway, which is what they said after, which confused the fuck out of me, the match is over and like it's it's on a it's on a time safe, it's going to go off. So I'm like, well, I thought you said if the match goes longer yeah. than thirty minutes. So no matter. So in, so in my mind, I'm like, all right. So if this match ends in five minutes. That means the ring is going to explode when no one when no, one's, when no one's there. So like, what are you like? What are you doing? Like, I'd like, do you how do you how do you take the ring down at night? Like, you had a quick just, roll up in thirty minutes later when everyone was out of the building and the exploded. ring blows up. So I'm just like, <laughs> it, it was just so weird the way they did it, and I was just like, you could have just been like, well, Kenny's playing a prank. Kenny played. A, Kenny knew he was going to win because he knew the good brothers were going to help him. And yeah, I mean, there were so many ways you could have pivoted in the moment. I think like I, I know changing a finish is difficult in wrestling, especially in a big company. But I feel like you could have been like on the fly, like, hey, like we're uh, yeah. gonna change this right now. With the knowledge of they kind of foresaw that it wasn't gonna go because they had you to should have backup the plans, they right? Should have, yeah. Yeah. Or they like, should have had like, a plan. Like yes. if, if the ring doesn't blow up, like it's the Royal Rumble thing. They probably always have a backup guy who 
if somebody accidentally slips and the person who yeah. wins is going to be eliminated. Whoever's going to be main event in the who, other. Yeah, who, whoever's <laughs> going to be. That's the guy that wins Rumble. Like, so when the Batista-Cena thing happened, it was like Cena was going to end up yeah. being. So if Cena accidentally won, it wouldn't have mattered because yeah. Cena was in the other main event anyway. anyway yep. So you could just have Batista do something where he would have won. Like, But yeah, I just... It's it just going to cast such a dark shadow on that pay-per-view. And I, I, the one thing I hate, I hate right now when these anti AW people just get their moment where they just feel so vindicated Yeah, because it's, it's, it's literally like the, it's like politics to me. It's like you, you, you can, when did not enjoying wrestling become a thing? Like, can't you just enjoy everything? Like, can't you like AW is just different than WWE. It's better in my opinion, but some people might prefer I don't think you have to choose side. I don't like you know, it's wrestling. It's I don't see fu- why you have to choose side. It's not a real fucking side. war, guys. Like, yeah, it's like back in the day with WCW and WWF. People watch. People both. watch both. Yeah, both companies are going to put on some shit matches. And I did, but gonna I put on some shitting great on matches. WCW. But if you were watching, I feel like you would have watched yeah. one, maybe watched the other, like because there wasn't DVR back then, so you yeah. couldn't watch both. I mean, and and I think a lot, a lot happened back in the Monday Night Wars. There's a lot of chip flipping channels. Like, oh, let's go see what's going on on Raw all the time. Let's go see what's going on on Smack. Like, I, of course, I wasn't allowed to watch, which is just these weird things. Like, you can't watch Monday Night Raw, but you can watch WCW, and I'm just like, yeah. the weird. Rules I like that, I had. WCW was almost worse in some they, ways. Oh, the stuff they were doing, but it was because it wasn't sacrilegious because Steve, yeah, Steve Austin wasn't Austin there was using Austin three dead ass serious. No, that was the entire thing. Um, I get it. But anyway, <laughs> I don't. That's bullshit. So a couple other uh, things from this show. Um, they have two debuts. Uh, Ethan Page, who was an impact as of a couple of months ago, uh, debuted in the ladder match. Um, I had hopes for someone else. Was little, I wasn't disappointed because I like Ethan Page, but uh, I just want to know where Chris Hero is. I'm. I thought he was going to say wrestling. He is. Okay. Here's my. Here's my. Maybe he's dropping some lbs. Here, a man of my own. That's my conspiracy theory. No one has seen him in year in months. He's only he's been doing a podcast. If he were smart, he could very easily just be getting to a position where he's losing some weight and then he comes back to wherever he's going to come back to. I don't think he's waiting for he, WWE. Or I mean, I didn't. Bigger. I didn't mind it, but he's he bigger. let he really let himself go in NXT. So I'm like, it would be yeah. wise. And you could tell that's why they were never yeah ready to commit to him like. Well, this is another one of those things where you're in Florida, though. You're at the training center. He should have been in tip-top shape, so. Uh, And then, of course, the bigger debut, the the more noteworthy debut, is someone who um, was in the Royal Rumble six weeks ago and then got eerily quiet, and it was was a pretty big buzz this week that he was going to end up being the mystery signing in AEW because... WWE had completely fallen silent about him. Like there was no mention of him since that rumble. And they did the, Oh, he signed. And they said, actually he's not. And we're like, well, it's probably once. Yeah. Once Meltzer said he wasn't signed, it was like, all right, well that's, who's going to, that's going to be the guy. And then we went back into a time machine guys. Yeah. Um, Six weeks ago. All I heard was Kristen's awesome. I'm glad he's back. He's such an underrated talent. And then these nerds this last week, work themselves into this stupid shoot where they thought that for some reason Brock Lesnar was going to go to AEW <laughs> or CM or CM Punk, Punk was going to make his return I don't to a thousand fans. I don't think Brock knows what AEW I just have it in my head that Brock probably has no idea what AEW is unless yeah, there was a couple of, I saw I saw Rock, I saw Kurt, which I was like Kurt is possible. I still don't rule out Kurt going there at some point. 
I hope he doesn't for his own health. I really don't want him wrestling again. Nope. Um, but yeah, so then Christian came out and I saw the, I, I feel like these were almost like, cause I found out recently you can do these things called scheduled tweets, which when you see me yeah. promote the podcast being out, I'm actually typing that up at two o'clock in the morning. I'm not up at eight in the morning. So right. it's a beautiful out. thing. It's wonderful. I love doing it. I feel like these people had these tweets scheduled of, oh, what an underwhelming debut. Oh, what an underwhelming signing. As if you, you, you decided yourself that that's who they were talking about. Mm. Big Show said when he debuted, a Hall of Fame level signing, caliber signing. Kurt Angle's in the Hall of Fame. Must be punk. Him out. It must be punk. It must be Brock. <laughs> like, I gotta yeah. tell you something, guys. WWE Hall of Fame does not have standards anymore. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of people where you're like, okay. I think there's a former president. Donald Trump is in the uh, WWE (laughs) Hall of Fame and will not be removed because he is in the McMahon's pockets. Anyway, so we got all these people that were like, wow, an underwhelming surprise. What a TNA-like move. Then I saw a tweet that was comparing everything that Tony Khan is doing to Dixie yeah, Carter, I saw that, yeah. which I thought was really stupid because I'm like, well, Tony Khan actually has his own money. Dixie's money was his da- her dad's money. Look, I think so far, and I say this, or two years in, I think everything Tony Khan has done in terms of signings, the way he presents the show, the way he presents himself, are very professional. All good from... I'll tell you right now, I would much, if I was a professional wrestler and I was looking for a place to go, Tony Khan seems like a much better guy to work for than Vince McMahon. Yep. Now I'm not, yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to say like, yeah, he's got a hundred percent batting. There's some people he signs that I'm like, you, I don't know why he's there. But I, if you're looking at it from a, who would you rather work for? Definitely Tony. It's like, is WWE doing random? I think WWE just brought Hulk Hogan back. So anyone complaining about like, it's no different. Like that's Arguably the worst that you could. Goldberg like, won a title yeah, Goldberg, less than yeah. a year ago. I'm like, because my, my complaints are Sting and Big Show. I'm like, I don't want him there. It's not different. You're supposed to be different. But it's like, at the same time, like, WWE's not doing anything that no. I'm like jumping for joy over. So, like, I'm right. not going to shit all over Tony Khan because he had two legends sign. Like, but yeah, it's, it's like one of those things where we like, I, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what your purpose is if you're literally there just to shit on something that less than a month ago you thought was great. Yeah, well, I think with the Christian thing, it was mostly the, it was, again, hyped up almost too much to where yeah. they thought, okay, well, it's one of Tony Khan's favorite guys. It's under, like... And it wasn't wrong. No, it's t- not. It's Christian is one of Tony Khan's favorite guys. My thing is, is WWE probably didn't want to have Christian wrestle on a full... That's what Tony Khan said. Tony Khan said Christian called him because he said he wanted to wrestle more regularly than WWE allowed, which isn't surprising when you think about the way that WWE has treated Christian always. They literally wanted to put a blue dot over his face. It was a real pitch. It wasn't, it's not a rib. It's been, it was really pitched to put a blue dot over Christian's face because for some reason, Vince McMahon thinks he's ugly, which is, it boggles my mind. Well, he's, yeah, I don't know. He's shit. a normal looking I, person. I, I, I'm, an, I'm not like a person that looks at a male and goes, you're good looking, but I could look at Christian and go, you're not ugly. Gene Snitsky's ugly, yeah. but Gene Snitsky was trying to push him to the fucking moon. Like, I don't, yeah, I, I, Hulk don't, Hogan, I don't. Hulk Hogan, most handsome man. No, that is fucking ugly. I mean, Christian's more handsome than Hulk fucking Hogan. <laughs> no homo. But as close as uh, Edge and Christian are getting off the looks department here, uh, but as close as they are, it's, 
the pecking order is always Edge and then Christian. I said that the other day. So I Christian said, returns. The bigger story is still Edge yeah. winning the Rumble, they winning did, the Rumble. Like, for whatever reason, Christian has never been treated on his own. He's always been treated as, oh, that's the Marty Jannetty to Edge's Shawn My. And I'm like, no, as, they, run as a standalone, yeah. he's been like he the face of TNA. Like, and people won't say that means nothing, but I'm like, no, like he proved that he can be a main eventer a draw he can have good match like i've never understood the christian I, hate i i, I think i think he bumps i like, think it's very comparable to the orton thing i think guys in the business get it they know and but and i think if they don't if i if i see a wrestler saying they don't get the christian thing i'm like then you probably don't get it yeah, yourself you probably don't that's get like, it at all yeah. and I, that, I, that's such an arrogant thing for me to say but it's one of those things i'm like if you're a wrestler, like Danny and I have said this a bunch of times, if you're a wrestler and you don't get why Randy Orton's awesome, like yeah. you don't watch wrestling in a way that you should. And even my criticism of Orton is he can be lazy sometimes. And that's not even something you that's, can say to about Chris. And that's not something that would judge harshly on his talent. Yeah. Like Orton is as talented as anybody, but when yeah. you can be lazy, you're going to uh, sometimes you just phone it in. I'm like, okay, that's fine. But I'm like, that's not questioning his talent. And I'm like, and you can't even make that. Find me a wrestler that hasn't walked into the building and said, we're going to take a night off kid. Oh yeah. No, there's yeah. not one alive, not one alive that hasn't done that. There's no, I, yeah. even the top guys. But that's the main criticism I hear of Randy. Is yeah. he phones yeah. it in or he's lazy. And that's fine. And I'm like, but that isn't even, that's not even an evaluation on his talent. Yeah. That's an evaluation it's, on his character, which I mean, but that's not his the personality. Not, we're yeah, going yeah, to get more into the Twitter cesspool of wrestling fans. I don't but, really uh, follow, do much wrestling Twitter because I unfollowed everyone because I found them all so obnoxious. I or, just I like, got, or I got blocked by half of them. I just like to know what's going on and I like to know what, ta- what dumb takes are out there just so I can kind of be educated uh, yeah. on the situation. Just so I know what's going on. even Because I'm able to somehow keep and keep up with what's going on without actively watching, even though I am watching more in the last couple of weeks because I yeah. am going to mania. So I do kind of want to know what's going on on TV before I go and whatnot. So, but yeah, uh, some other things that happened on that show, the young bucks wrestled Jericho and MGF was pretty good. I thought the inclusion of the young bucks dad in the storyline was kind of interesting, kind of yeah. funny. Um, not funny cause they beat him up quote unquote, but, uh, other than that, I mean, you know, there was a couple of good matches. I thought Matt Hardy and uh, Ethan Page was good. Uh, Ethan Page. Adam Page was good. Um, no, they got two pages there. Yeah, and it, unlike WWE, you're not going to one day walk out. Here comes Ethan. Here's Adam. Here's Adam or Hangman. Hangman. I just, I've, yeah, actually, we might change the name to Hangman Page. I, I've, just, I've always been so, like, <laughs> uncomfortable with the name Hangman Page. I'm like, I don't know if we want to go with that, guys. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise, like Sky won the uh, yeah. ladder match, which I thought was cool. Uh, way fucking overdue. He was hurt, right? He, no. Uh, no, he wasn't hurt? He's just not been getting pushed. Oh, I, I thought I heard he tore his meniscus the other day somewhere. I, I don't remember Recently? where I heard that. I think so. Oh, I, I, that's I why, why I thought he was hurt. I don't imagine if he's hurt. Yeah. But, but uh, no, he, not, he just... They've been working around a push for him for so long. I don't yeah. know what they're waiting for with him. He's such a talented guy. He is, like he's yeah. such he's so good on he's good on the mic too. Yeah. He's got a good he's look. The best of the three they have in the SoCal Uncensored. Well, the SoCal Uncensored, I think we're never meant like Daniels is the talent relations guy. I don't think Daniels right. is really there to but wrestle. Every time se. I see Frankie, I see that he's kind of getting up there too, and he's looking yeah. more and more shot. Not yeah. like in a bad way. He's still good. But, but Sky has literally never gotten 
an opportunity anywhere. No, no. Like he's literally even, never, yeah, even places like PWG out here where he's. I mean, the last stage, time he, he was even in a main event was against Rick Ellis. <laughs> Damn. I don't know that that's entirely no, factual. Sure Devin Devin mentioned to me that he'd worked him at uh, Hollywood, yeah. which I didn't know or even remember. But like, I mean, you guys have wrestled some WWE talent, AEW talent. Like, yeah, you guys wrestled Drew Gulak. Much. Like, yeah, Gulak, Gulak, whatever the fuck you you wrestled. Uh, the other guy, the bald Thatcher, Thatcher, Rachel, him too. Um, Ryan Taylor. Yeah. Russ Taylor. Um, I don't know who's there now. Chimera. Chimera. Yeah. He's in, he's in Egypt. <laughs> Is he? He's I, he, last time yeah. I saw him, he was doing something in Egypt. Oh, sorry. I don't Ricardo know. Rodriguez. Yeah. Yes. As he's more popularly known. Anyway. And it was a joke. <laughs> I, I still have a bit of a problem with the, uh, the $50 pay-per-view. Like, uh, I, I understand it. I get it. It's but the, it's the pay-per-view model. But you got off the pay-per-view model when you went to the network, so you're kind of not used yeah, to it. Yeah, no, but, like, I paid for the last show, right? And I don't mind paying for it. My problem is, is sometimes it's not in my budget to yeah. order sure. pay-per-views. Are they all for $50? $50? They're all about $50, Ugh. yeah. Yeah. It's... They only run four pay-per-views a year. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. So, look, look I'll say this. I will support a company that has done more hiring than firing since this thing started. The WWE is claiming poverty, but they just got a billion dollar deal where they're now basically fucking erasing the WWE. Yeah, but that's not the talent's money. That's Vince and the WWE's money. (laughs) And I'm sure they'll run another show in Saudi Arabia, even though it's more that blood money. The fucking Prince guy. Ordered the killing of the journalist. Khashoggi was no saint, but I don't think he deserved to be mutilated yeah. and butchered. <laughs> I don't feel like that's always necessary. I don't feel like you have to include that when someone was murdered. He wasn't a great guy, but it's like it's like when you uh, Sharon Tate. Like you just find a bad thing to say about Sharon Tate. You know, she no, kind of was mean. It's an, but you know you shouldn't cheer for someone he, getting he he would in bed with militant Islam. It, I'm, it's I'm, not, sure I'm just saying some there shit. are some things, but I'm like no one deserves to literally be cut in pieces while they're alive yeah so not that, even that, <laughs> not even donald trump not even donald trump as no. much as i might dislike him. Uh, not even like no even like the worst serial killers are treated more humanely they get a lethal injection you know what i didn't know that they tore down the house that sharon tate was murdered in and then rebuild another one close uh, by yeah they do that i mean they they do that with a lot of those kind of well, they built anthony soul's house the cleveland string and they tore that well after down. i saw once upon a time in hollywood i assume that that just never happened Another conspiracy theory. Oh, well, conspiracy theory, yeah. Because the end of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is a complete opposite. Ah. Yeah, he, he tends to do that with his movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great movie. You should watch it. I, I, do. I don't think I, I don't do spoil the ending it. is going to no, do anything bad, no. but it's the ending is actually really funny, which is when I say it's funny because it's about, you know, Sharon Tate and the Manson thing, and but it, it's pretty fucking funny. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, because they flip it on its the head. The ending, so like, yeah, there's a lot of stuff I don't want to tell you because. Like in the the thing with the pool at the end, Keith. Yeah, that's like one of those things you don't want to you tell people want, no. because it's so it's fucking funny, ridiculous yeah. and funny. But yeah, the way they flip it, it's definitely no, it's funny. Like yeah, uh, you know what isn't funny? Learning segues here. So uh, the debit. So we are gonna have to figure some stuff out after April fourth, um, because from what I read today about the WWE Network moving to Peacock, um, the entire library is not going to be there right away. They say by SummerSlam, they're hoping to get all the old WCW, ECW, so WWE shows. I, I Basically, it looks like NBC paid for WWE content, the pay-per-views and whatnot. They don't care as much about the old stuff. So, the vault, the library, so yeah. 
I'm hoping that I'm just not reading into it right and that everything will eventually be there. But uh, it does really put a big problematic thing into play for a lot of these people that do these podcasts where yeah. they watch, yep. rewatch old stuff. The old like, reviews, yeah. Like it's going to come to the point where I'm going to have to go back to things that are not legal to get these shows for us to watch or we, yeah, or YouTube or daily motion or yep. whatever we got to do. Um, I really just, it's one of those things. I just think it's so dumb. Like I, I understand why you do it. It's a billion dollar deal. You don't turn and it I'm down. I'm sure there are technical aspects that I just don't grasp and it's not as easy as just can't yeah. just put it all that's there. Well, right, Peacock, right is, not, over Peacock there. is not really the best app as it is. No, it's yeah, not. So, I agree with you fully. It's really difficult sometimes to find things on there. The search function. The search function. Yeah. But the WWE Network search function is so stupid anyway. Yeah. I remember trying to look up some of these matches we were watching, and I'm like, Sasha Banks versus Bailey. It was very hard. And to then find a match one. with Randy Orton pops up. And I'm like, what does this have to do with anything? Yeah. I like, think I watched that match in a Bailey highlight of yeah. her best matches because yeah. I couldn't find the <laughs> actual show. Because you have to like you have to like put in the name of the show, like exactly what exactly. show. I had it was. to know exactly what show is, and I didn't. So because I'm over here just typing in Sasha Banks. Thanks for yeah. Bailey. <laughs> so that's going to be weird. Uh, we'll see how that goes. But uh, I mean, up until April 4th, we still, the network will still exist in its own form. Maybe on April 1st, they'll hit you with a, just kidding. Eh? April so I'll Fool's be able Day. to still watch the Orton interview before they move that's over. The, that's definitely going to be on Peacock. Oh, yeah. Mania will still be on Peacock. Now I have a question. What I is, can give you my Peacock login so you can watch Mania if you want to watch Mania. What is the necessity of closing the WWE network. Why wouldn't they America, have to do that? It has a lot to do with probably licensing. Oh. Because I'm if you, live in, like you should be able to, well, then don't put your new shows and just keep your old. If you live in Canada involved. or if you want to continue watching the network, I can just use a VPN and watch the network. Oh, so it's just America. Just America. Oh. Peacock doesn't exist everywhere. Oh, well then, so. yeah, you could just, you literally have a VPN and you could yeah, do that. I could yeah. do that. But do I really want to? No, because they're making it so hard for you. The that things you that don't I want, want, you shouldn't want to like. Yeah. As long as the Randy Orton interview with Stone Cold Stephen Austin is on. That's Peacock. all I want to see. Steven. Huh? That's all That's I, I want to see. That's all I'm waiting for. I don't, I don't care, care where I am. Danny, I might do a live watch along. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. So around that time, we're going to have a lot of things to figure out. We're going to have to try to, we're going to have to try to find some way to bank two podcasts in a week. Unless we want to try to do the zoom thing while I'm in Florida. Which will be possible. I'm staying in an Airbnb, so I won't be on hotel Wi-Fi. It's possible. So yeah. it's possible. We'll figure it out. I'll give Keith a mic, and he can yell into that thing. Yep. I'm a total boomer, though, so I'm not sure I know how any of that Boomer sewer, brother. Yeah, boomer. Not brother. that kind of boomer. That's the thing I felt so bad for the AW pay-per-view. JR had like lost his voice, but he still attempted to commentate the show, and everyone was like, why does JR seem so unenthused? Because he's sick. He can't talk. Um, so before I move on to the other thing, let's talk one more WWE thing. Another stupid WWE move of the week. Uh, WWE's banned a lot of stupid things in the past. They've banned pile drivers. Uh, what else have they banned? Um, belly to belly, belly suplexes. to belly suplexes, the term wrestling, the term belt. Where, but, can, can I pause you on belly to belly suplexes? They banned. They didn't want Maybe any at overhead. At one uh, point, this is yes. this is not, not, oh, oh, not oh, oh, oh. They didn't want. But any this thing overhead. I'm about to talk about is recent. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I was like, wait. Um, that yeah. was around the neck injury so, spree. Yeah. That so if was. you've if you've watched any independent wrestling, you've noticed a trend that's kind of happened happening for a long time when it comes to kicks. I the things that people do when they kick, which is slap their thigh and punch 
And punch. And, and there chop. was even a gif where Johnny Gargano slapped his thigh when he chopped someone, which I thought was so it's stupid. The I just talked about it a couple weeks ago about Ricochet. He does it. No, yeah, that's overboard. So WWE has now banned thigh slaps on kicks. There's literally a sign that somebody posted that's an actual sign backstage that says, do not slap your thigh when you kick. They're threatening fines if you do. I See, I don't know that I like that. You shouldn't like it. It's stupid. Because the sound, like I, the sound, is actually super important as part of the kit. The, the problem is, just like everything else, it's the dichotomy against those who do it well, See, yeah. and those who do it shitty. I mean, but, ruin it for everybody. But they else. ban the one time it should be the only time you should use the slap is for a kick. You should ban it for chops. You should ban it for any other time you're punching. Even Danny. I mean, I think it's. A, I, think, <laughs> I think it's pretty. I think it's pretty understood. Don't. Do it on chops or punches. I think the but, rock doesn't. He slap his he slaps his leg on the fucking punches. I get. I've done it with a couple of my matches, like the uh, side kick. Like if you're on the apron, you do like the super kick to the knee or whatever. Oh, right. And I slap my leg, and I am so fucking pissed afterward. Like because didn't you, didn't you used to do it when you do the uh, what's the name of that fucking kick where you spin around and kick the them in the gut? Soul butt. Butt. Uh, soul butt. No. 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 I thought everyone uh-uh. slapped on that. No. Because that's just more a kick to the yeah, gut. The only, just... I, the only time I ever slap, I think, are the single leg drop kick and a yeah. super kick. Well, if you get to WWE, you can't do it anymore. Can't do it. That makes no sense. It'll get. It'll get. It, it will. It'll, yeah. Just like the you can't be over thirty and get signed unless you're. A yeah. bigger... I mean, but I will give. There are some people who are definitely like exaggerate with definitely. their. <laughs> their arm is high in the air. They're bringing like yeah, you can do it. Hero would slap, and I would never. But see you him couldn't slap. tell. You couldn't tell. Yeah, he would slap people on forearms, good, and I would notice. Good, you can't yeah. tell. It's Someone said, I think it was Duke said it before that he used to see wrestlers with uh, more uh, uh, fucking marks on their thigh when they came back from the match than their opponent on their, had. Yeah. And I'm like, that's the problem. Yeah, right yeah. there. All right, let's move on from that. Um, I do want to talk about one other thing before we move on. I want to cover it quickly. I don't want to spend a ton of time on it because he, the person doesn't deserve the time of the day. Thank you. Um, oh. So last week, uh, we talked about it a little bit on the podcast I do with Mike Camden, which comes out every Wednesday. I do four podcasts now, soon to be five. Um, my cousin wants to do a podcast with me, so it sounds great. You can anyway. always say no. No, I don't like it to. It gets too much. No, nah, it. I will say that eventually I will stop. What makes it difficult is the YouTube portion of it. Editing videos. I was up until six in the morning last week with one of the videos. And it wasn't because of the editing process. It was because of the processing. The video, I would start to process it. I would wait the half an hour, 45 minutes. It would tell me it error. Yep. It's definitely a job. I yeah. My, uh, I, I, I've, I've, I've mentioned multiple editors. times that when I go back to a full-time job, I will not be able to do a YouTube podcast. I have no problem doing this, yeah. doing podcasts. Podcasts are easy. All I do is I take the audio. If I want some sound effects, I put it in there and then I put it out when it comes out. The YouTube thing, I like to make it look professional because even though nobody might see it, if somebody sees it, I want them to know I did it. I want to be proud of the work I do. Well, one day someone will see it. That That's how I look exactly, at it. Exactly, exactly. So I don't want to be lazy and like, I'm not going to say, eh, no one's going to see this because someday someone might. Because, yeah, the whole point of doing it is to build to people seeing your work. Yes. And someday when people do listen to this shit, they're going to go back to episode 11 when originally we got two views and they're going to actually go back and go like, damn, that shit was actually pretty funny. And that's yeah. what's going to get us canceled. And that's exactly. what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of canceled, um, so last week... Uh, 
I woke up to uh, wrestling Twitter actually being unified for probably the first time ever. There was a show announced, a wrestling <laughs> for women's charity show. On this poster was a um, a bunch of wrestlers, bunch of wrestlers I respect. Did did any of them stand out in particular though? Um, you know. I thought Gangrel being on the poster was a little weird. Oh, I didn't know Gangrel weird. was still wrestling. He's no, a vampire. He's, yes. He's going to be wrestling during the day. That doesn't seem right. No. Um, I noticed, uh, I believe Rhino was also on the show. Another old guy. Another old guy. He's from Detroit, Michigan. Held his he, governorship he, or whatever. <laughs> he likes to hit him with a gore, gore, gore. You know what? I think that was really it. Oh, no, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on. I just remembered someone. So uh, Joe, Joey, Joseph Ryan Meehan uh, was on the poster. Tried to hide himself. Not very well. <laughs> really small in the corner. Really small in the corner, but he was on the poster. So immediately everybody said, this isn't real. This is a women's charity show. <laughs> Joey Ryan's on it. That's no, right? So anyway, this was booked in Knoxville, Tennessee. Oh, the so, joke is getting better. This joke is getting better. This joke is getting better. So people did some research. Um, about this show to see if it was real. Cause the Twitter account, it literally just opened. It had like, 30 followers. They looked it up and the person or the company that was selling the tickets to this show, bar wrestling, <laughs> which just so happens to be a promotion <laughs> that was ran in Southern California by Joey Ryan. Now for anyone who's <laughs> listening out there who doesn't know who Joey Ryan is, um, he was a guy who was fairly popular in the SoCal scene. Danny's wrestled him a few times. Danny's been in locker rooms with him a few times. Um, Did he's he a guy a that's, dick? he's a guy that's been known to be no. a, a ladies man per se that who then a few years ago had a gimmick, which everyone was okay with for some reason where he would make people grab his dick and pretended like his dick was super powerful. Well, he was sleazy Joey this Ryan. Is, I mean, yeah. so in, in the era we're living in now where people complain about such stupid shit, for some reason, this gimmick was allowed. Now he was able to, he did a couple of things with friends of mine. Devin did a spot that went pretty viral on Barstool, uh, which I actually helped with the idea with. So I'll take credit for that as I do for anything that's cool. Um, in so this anyway, case, not good. In this case, not good. <laughs> in this no, case, the fact I'm gonna, okay, the most so I'm, viral idea I'm gonna, came I'm going to gonna put this out there and I'm going to say that everything I'm saying is entirely my opinion. I am not speaking for Danny. I'm not yeah. speaking for Keith. I do podcasts with people who don't want to say who don't want to say these things that I'm going to say about this guy. So that's fine. You can beat around. You can not say whatever you want. I don't judge you if you have if you want to reserve your opinion. Anyway, so this show was announced. He was announced on it uh, a couple of hours later. The promotion decided to tweet out. Uh, Looks like we got over our heads. Didn't realize it would create this negative reaction. Right. Right. And we decided to cancel the show. Hmm. Why would the show get canceled? Why wouldn't you just remove the one guy who's causing the problem? <gasps> because he's the guy running the show. Okay. He's the guy running the show. Did you get to the reason why Joey Ryan is so hated? Oh, I did not. <laughs> so. About that. About, about that. why he's so hated. I believe there was about 15 to 18 to 20 maybe women who came out and basically accused Joey of various sexual 
advances that were more, 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 not as much advances as very aggressive. Um, One of them was almost a legitimate sexual assault slash rape in a hotel room where he basically wouldn't let her leave. Almost a kidnapping. (laughs) He once made a joke at a wrestling show that he couldn't wait to fuck a 17 year old when she turned 18 in a couple of weeks. So that was really fun and exciting. Um, So he got canceled. He was immediately fired from impact wrestling which where he was working at the time, um, removed from everything he was doing. Never saw it coming. Um, you never saw it coming. Sleazy joke. Never saw then, that. <laughs> then he had the audacity to make an hour and a half video. Mind you, I don't really like watching hour and a half episodes of television, so I'm not going to watch an hour and a half of a sexual predator defend himself. Now, he went on to... Call it every single fucking woman he who had accused him of something and tried to defend himself in ways that came off as <laughs> sleazy. What a funny thing. So he's a piece of shit. He's an asshole. The times I've been around him in the past, he came off like an asshole. I'd never liked him personally. And Danny can probably verify that. I've said multiple times, even before I know this shit, I didn't particularly like him. I don't feel happy that a man lost out on his livelihood, but in this situation, he probably deserved it. Anyway, so this show was announced. He was put on the show, yada, yada, yada. This company that's obviously him tweeting, tweets out the show is canceled. He then decides that this is a great fucking time to release a public statement in which he had the following quote. I was really jazzed up to see myself trending on Twitter again. Man, you are the biggest piece of shit on the planet. Go fuck yourself and die. Hey, man, controversy creates cash, except he's not getting paid very He's <laughs> He's using this as a way to, in the court... Oh, oh, that was the other thing. He's dropping all the court cases with the women who with, accused him. He's trying to save face so we can come back. Yeah. He's also being, which I... You know what? This is a name from the past. Apparently, he's suing Pele Primo former ring of honor wrestler for something he said about him. I don't really know. I'm sure I'll get sued for calling him a piece of shit on this podcast, but I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I mean, I will say, yeah, I read some of the allegations that I thought, yeah, no, that's not, but there here's were enough th- of them where I was like, there's some behavior here here's that is thing. at the very least disgusting. When and there's pleasing. a guy that has five or six allegations and some of them are like, well, that's not bad. Like that. Yeah. We're scra- like, Aziz Ansari was almost canceled. And then when the woman described what he did, it was like, ah, that just sounds like situations that happen in every single courting of a relationship where a guy's, he's being a little too forward in what he wants, which that to me, that's not sexual harassment. It's not, you can, I mean, women today feel differently. That's fine. I don't know. I I don't remember the exact context of Aziz, but there was, there was that one. I remember that being fucking ridiculous. It's the Bill Cosby situation. Once you get to 20, it's like, all right, Something's this, here. Something's, something's here. here yeah. This guy did something. So, man. And, and it's like, and Joey's defense will probably be, well, I never outright held someone down and raped them against their will. Of course. I'm like, well, okay. But that's not the only version. That's of like se- somebody shooting someone and saying, well, I wasn't trying to kill them. Yeah. I was just trying to scare them. And Literally shot making so many advances that a girl has to run and hide in the bathroom because you won't stop trying to fuck her physically. I'm like, that is basically, from one of the stories I read, I'm like, that is... A sexual assault, like no other way. And by the way, people I respect 
in the wrestling business who I know were close with him disavowed him almost immediately. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Another yeah. instance of there's something to this. Yeah. yeah. They probably, and, and what makes me mad is those guys are the ones who knew probably all along that he was kind of like, there's one guy, there's position. one guy who was not running in that circle with him. Like he was friends with him, but I'm guaranteed that he never saw. Yeah. He no, never yeah. saw Joey in that situation. So I highly doubt. And I mean, he knew it. And I mean, I'm sure he knew the guy was kind of probably a little sleazy because that was yeah, a gimmick. But, but Joey also might be smart enough to know I'm only going to try this shit when I'm alone yeah. with a girl in a car or a bathroom or a hotel room. Or But as shitty as this sounds, we'll say five, ten years ago, if you knew, you probably wouldn't have said anything. No, because, because you wanted that's to That's why get these booked. women hey, didn't he, say anything. He booked at PWG. Yeah. You want to be on PWG. You don't want to so be on So even if you did know side. it, and if you, if you say... You would have said something. You're looking at it through the lens through the of right yeah. now. That's you're lying because you wouldn't have. You that's wouldn't. why I thought it was really apt comparison when it happened that he was basically the Harvey Weinstein of professional wrestling, where yeah, Harvey you, Weinstein was basically like a top level like yeah. producer you, in Hollywood, and you didn't want to cross him because then you wouldn't get movie roles. And yeah, it's the same you basically thing. use your power to because Joey basically ran so far. And I yeah, and I did. would and I believe I don't know if it's if Joey ever said, but I believe that he used that power to get a lot of women's women booked and they didn't mind sleeping with Joey to get booked. I'm sure that happened plenty, but I'm like, I'm sure he also used that power to try to fuck women who didn't want to fuck him. And that's the problem. Like, I mean, the other one is also still a problem. You shouldn't like be offering sexual favors for bookings. Yeah. That's like, (laughs) which we do know that happens. Yeah. No, that absolutely happened. Yeah. But I mean like, and literally that's the opposite of like, you know, working for that goal and getting there on merit. It's just getting there. Yeah. I, I am grateful that I am married this day and age to where I don't have to worry about talking to a woman and like being paranoid about saying something. Oh or, yeah. I've done because that. That would be completely innocent. I've said and something it, and I'd be like, I didn't just say that. Yeah. I didn't just say that. Here, here, <laughs> and, here, but they've been okay with it, but still I'm like, ah, but, okay. I catch myself. I'm like, fuck, I can get in trouble for just here's the whistling. Thing. Like, <laughs> The women that I'm dating or talking to, whatever you call what I'm doing with them now, I've known these women for like 10 years. Yeah. So, so that's, I don't have to yes. beat around the bush. Like they know what I, they know what I am, who I am. They, I don't have to pretend I'm something yeah. I'm not with them. So like that's, so yeah, when I, but when I talk to new people, I it's, can't, I can't even imagine no. how hard it is these days to like talk to people and hit on people because it's. Because something that you would say that would be considered innocent may not be in their eyes. Yeah, you can call someone right beautiful, and all of a sudden you're being that, aggressive, and yeah. I'm like, "What? I'm and, just and, telling and, you you're good looking." But, and here's the I mean, guys like Joey Ryan will use that kind of thing where, well, I wasn't really doing that. I was just trying to show I'm attracted to her. I'm like, yeah, yeah that's the uh, anyway. I I don't I don't want to talk about him anymore. No, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. so over it. I just wanted to bring it up because it was a newsworthy thing that happened after. And the fact it. that he the, the I found most ironic was he did it on a woman's like yeah. the behalf of he's, yeah. he's he's such a piece of shit. Like it's not even funny. Like the things that he does. Like he continues to like you know if he had like come out and like not done a f- hour long, not even it wasn't even a fucking apology. It was him defending himself and saying that she's lying. She's a whore. La la la. Like he didn't like just apologize. Like the the best thing that's going to happen is if you apologize. Look at these fucking baseball players who did steroids. The ones who apologize are the ones who were able to continue their career normally. Just apologize. You're probably still going to be banned anyway, but at least maybe in a couple of years, 
people won't be mad when you right, show up yeah. again. Maybe, maybe if you show up on an indie show in five years, if you apologize, you can do the Shawn Michaels I thing. I changed. I, I went changed. to therapy. I'm I a new person. This. Yes. And but, I mean, like people, theoretically, I'm sure they can change. I mean, it doesn't happen often. <laughs> Probably rarely. I mean, yeah, but, I, I would hope that you change once your livelihood is taken from you. Yeah, I could he see is, Joey he, easily just going into he, porn. He, 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 he is <laughs> doing the reform thing. He is doing the, on his Facebook and his Twitter, he's posting a lot of stuff in religious groups and whatnot. See, and but I'll I never ne- saw that before. Yeah, I, I'll yeah. never actually take that at face value. And that's the problem. No. Like, you can change, but there like- are people I know that go to church, Danny, who I know aren't doing it for some kind of validation. They're doing right, it because doing they go, yeah. because that's what they that's, believe and that's what, and that's what they want life. to do. That's and, something they enjoy yeah, and, doing. And that's the thing because now, like, it's been so long that I'm going that if I didn't want to go, I wouldn't. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, exactly. So, and it's like, but it would be strange if you didn't go, right? In your mind. Well, yeah, yeah. like yeah. It, you would, it would. It's like it's like a thing you've done where now you're not doing it. and You're like, well, this feels weird. No. Well, there was a time like when I was at my like lived with my parents still like. You, 18 or whatever and they were like okay under our rules you have to go and that's like when i got turned off of it because i'm like okay now it's being nobody wants forced on me to go the worst the worst part about religion and whatnot is when you feel like it's being forced on you if you just go of your own volition or even someone's like hey just just come once just see how you feel afterwards like that that kind of situation i'm like all right i'll give it a chance in that scenario i used to go to church when i was a kid i don't not believe i just don't I don't go to church because the particular religion I went to church for, which Danny knows, yeah, their church is way too fucking long. Yeah, uh, I grew up Mormon. Tell he me, you grew up Mormon? It. Shit, three hour services plus seminary. I remember when I lived with Danny, oh, and they would man. come back. They're like, "We have church at ten thirty, and they'd be back by like eleven thirty, and I'd be like, "And it was beautiful." And I'm like, yeah. "That's so weird to me because when I would go to, I went to Catholic church when I was a yes. kid because my grandmother was Catholic and she was very religious, so I would go and I was." I did my communion and all that shit. Um, it would go forever. Yep. And as a kid, you're like, can I bring my game gear? And it was even longer back then. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, when you're like- a kid and you don't, and you're a kid and you want to be outside doing shit. You don't want to sit in a place. I remember we'd have two different services. We'd have the morning one and the afternoon one. I yeah. pray to God we'd get the eight, the seven thirty, eight o'clock one because then I wouldn't miss football, a whole game, of, a whole fucking football game. Because that's three hours. It was literally if you start at ten, it was a whole block of the first games, and it would piss me off. And I'm just like, and that it made me not like church because I'm like I'm missing something else I wanted yeah. to do. Yeah. So I'm I'm being choose between these two things. I'm like, well, obviously as a huge sports fan. I want to do that more. We can just go at seven and yeah. I can be home for football and yeah. I won't care as much. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, I mean, it's, it's, you know, to each their own. I don't have a problem with either way of doing it. Like I don't, I'm not like a fucking, uh, what's the one when you don't believe in anything. Atheist. What's that called? Atheist. Atheist, yeah. not, I don't want to get into this. Yeah. Um, it's not, yeah. Not a conversation that's going to go anywhere. Let's good. get to Danny's topic. <laughs> uh, we are going to get to Danny's topic, but I, first no, uh, I'd like it. to hear a little anecdote from Keith about drugs. Oh, okay. As we go from Jesus to drugs. Well, this is perfect. Then <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So this is just an anecdote at work. So I was dealing, not today, but yesterday, with a crackhead who brought up... I was dealing meth. I thought was what no, you were about no. to say. No, I was dealing with a crackhead who brought up some items from the bath and beauty department. Ah. He brought some bath salts up. And he wanted to know 
if these were the kind of bath salts he could smoke, <laughs> I am dead ass serious. And I, I told him I didn't know because up until today, I didn't know. I imagined no, and I said, sir, no, you probably shouldn't do that. Even if they were, I'm not going to give him fuck. And part the way he looked at me partly was like he's joking because he didn't buy them. But and, you never know. But you, you never, never know. But to that point, no, I've looked at bath salts that you buy in the bath and beauty department at a store are not the same bath salts that you buy at a head shop or a small, what are these? Yeah, smoke shops. Well, thank you, Keith. <laughs> so that was my anecdote for the day. And after the break, Impressive. we're going to do this week's Mount Rushmore. It's Mount Rushmore. We gotta have a song for this segment. We gotta have a song that we come up with for this segment of the show, since it's a weekly segment. All right. So this week, I like this one a little more than last week's. You know, there's gonna there's yes, gonna be weeks. It's there it, are. I, I noticed. I noticed last week. I I think you might have been offended. No, no, no. By me no. Saying I thought the topic wasn't good. Last no, week. because I completely agree. Okay. And I it thought was, I made that abundantly clear. No, it was okay. just very hard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I enjoy these because it does make you think it does does give you quite a bit of pause, even if it's a bad one. And I went through a multitude. I have so many things I've watched over the years. So many, and a couple of them are going to surprise you. I think good, but we're going to start with Danny because it is his segment. Uh, do you know, by the way, what next week's going to be already? Uh, no. Okay. I will probably tweet it out or something. Sounds good. And then I will have to tell Keith because Keith doesn't see tweets for some reason. I mean, I do. I just may not Keith see sweet, all of them. Keith, sweet tweets. Sweet teeth. Sweet teeth. Sweet teeth, Scott. Sweet teeth, baby. All right. So, Danny, <laughs> who is on your Mount Rushmore of fictional characters? Patrick Bateman. Oh, one. that's from American Psycho. Okay. This from the book or the movie or doesn't matter? The movie. Okay. The book is actually very good, though, as well. It's different, though, right? It is. Yes. Uh, second. And this is no particular order, of course. Zach Morris from Saved by the Bell. That I did not see coming. Have you ever sat down and watched Zach Morris's trash? No. There no. are these videos that go through episodes of Saved by the Bell. What a dick. Where it's is. literally just shitting over Zach Morris. <laughs> I think it's on Amazon or it's on YouTube. So next time you're on YouTube, just Zach Morris's trash. I'm gonna look Zach it up. Morris is trash. That's the there's literally the time that Zach Morris used a homeless person to get out of doing a test or something and, or the time that he used screech for some other random thing. RIP. I would definitely check them out. They're very funny videos. And if Zach Morris is one of your hall of fame, Mount Rushmore's, you should take a look. Now I picked him because of, as you alluded to his willingness to get out of literally anything, he can speak into existence, a way to get out of whatever, Predicament he By the in. way, whenever I give you my Peacock login, there's yes. a new season of Saved by the Bell. See, he is the mayor yes, now of the city yeah. that they live in. See, I don't know if I want to even go into that. I don't know. It's like the college years. I fucking hated the college oh, years. God, the college. But I did watch them at work the other day, and they were okay. They're still. Do you remember? Shitty, do you remember the spinoff they did where Screech was like the vice president, yeah. vice principal, uh, vice president, vice principal, and Belding was still there. See, I, I never watched. I just never. I, I remember because they were on like Saturday afternoons yeah. after like wrestling, so it would always I would always see it, and I'm like, because I was never saved by the bell guy. I yeah. don't know that I've even watched ten whole episodes of the show. Not. Anyway, continue. 
Third, again, not in any order, is another surprising one probably. Okay. Tony Stark. Interesting. I didn't even know that you had watched the movie. Robert Downey Jr.'s portrayal of him. That is not the superhero I had called whatsoever. It's it's just incredible. The the personality, just everything. He loses charisma. He, He really does. So for him, uh, I think I saw there's three of them, correct? There's three, three Iron, Iron Mans okay. and then four so I saw movies. The three Iron Mans, like that's what I'm basing this off of. But the first film, what's your least favorite of the three Iron Mans? Probably the third one because like, everyone's can't even remember it. It makes the me second so, with makes the me bird, so right? mad, huh? The seconds with the bird, right? I want my bird. Se- oh yeah, the second. Uh, what's his <laughs> with name? With the wrestler guy, right? I don't remember the Mickey name. Rourke. Yes, Mickey yeah. Rourke. Yes. He's doing like a Russian guy or something. Yes. Yeah. I want my bird. bird. I don't even remember the third one. What happened in the, the third, third one? The third one is uh, he is he's the the kid who repairs his he he goes into like the snow and whatever. Uh, I it's it's the it's the one where they they fake the terrorist thing, where they have the guy that played Gandhi and the what's the name of the guy that played Gandhi? Oh, um, Ben Kingsley. Ben Kingsley's in it, and he's being promoted as the villain. But then midway through, you find okay. out he's just an actor they hired. So I've seen one and two. Okay. Three is not good. <laughs> three is really bad. Three I, basic- I probably have seen three, but... The first two were made by John Favreau. No, yeah. Who yeah. I like, and he yes. plays his assistant. Yes. But yeah. The first Iron Man is really good, and it, it really kind of set off what the MCU became. That is surprising. I, didn't, I honestly didn't even know you'd seen the... First yeah. Iron Man. Yes. The first one I saw it in theaters and I was obsessed with his house, first of all. Oh god, the house is awesome. And then his um uh what was the other I don't remember the other part I was just about to pepper? say, but Pepper I, I hate Pepper. Actually you ruined fun you, fact, I love Pepper. I put Pepper on everything. Besides pizza. But not Gwyneth Paltrow. No. I don't care for her your favorite part of seven was when was she, like, her head was oh, in the box. Damn it, I was about to make the joke. The only Gwyneth Paltrow I like is when her head's in a box. And fourth, I know we talked about this last week in, in perhaps picking a, a uh, actor to go along with him, but I couldn't do that because the fourth one is Batman, in okay, fact. that is. Okay. But I appreciate Batman on all levels. So every action, every animated, every, the com- I don't read too many comic books, but the comic books I have, just the character itself. Just the character of Batman, now, yeah. Now, yeah. I did contemplate putting Bruce Wayne on there, but... The Batman persona is what I is appreciate. What you, more. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I would think they're that one. Of, I would put them as one of the same almost. See, to me, it's the old. I mean, okay, well, are. what's what's the uh, uh, like? Is Batman the mask or is Bruce Wayne the mask? You know that type of thing. Like, what well, that are you was hiding? What, that was what Christopher Nolan's yeah. whole point in the trilogy was. But at the end, like the point wasn't that we were going to make a movie with Joseph Gordon-Levitt at Batman. Yes, it was literally anybody could be this. You just have to yeah. have the courage to do it. And that was that. So Bruce Wayne, it was very, it just, I had to think about it. I, so I sort of, can, like Adam said, I sort of consider Bruce Wayne is Batman. So they would be the same yeah. character on the Mount Rushmore. Yeah. That's good, Danny. Those are good for Mount I Rushmore. have two alternates if you'd like. Let's hear all the alternates. I've Detective got, Hoffman, which I alluded to the other day. Oh, yeah. From Saw. From Saw. Absolutely love his character development throughout the films. Saw Five, I believe it is when they're in the uh, uh, when the FBI is kind of getting the, like the voice recognition like that from then on, like just perfection in, in film. It's a right series there. I have to rewatch. It's fucking incredible. 
I would also put Jigsaw on there. I was going to say, you got to put, if you're going to put Hoffman, yep. you got to put Jigsaw. Now, I love Hoffman. I now, pick Hoffman over Jigsaw, but just for character arc and Because Tobin Bell looks like your grandpa? That is true. I, <laughs> he freak. it's a like, scary I hate kid. my grandpa. And then another one in lieu of the Zach Morris pick would be Eric Matthews from Boy Meets World. Mm, okay. It's a good choice. Because he, I saw a lot of myself in Eric Matthews in terms of, uh, he was a little dumb and nobody wanted anything to do with him. So I was like, except in real life, there was an episode where, where like no Jennifer one, Hewitt, and I was so no one like picked him for like some like sports or team thing. And he was like, Oh, well you're going to pick me for sure. Like I- I'm going to get picked and he's never picked. never picked. And he like is like heartbroken. And I'm like, God damn, like this shit <laughs> stinks. I'm like, I never got picked a dodgeball. <laughs> Never. I like boy, baseball. I'm sure you got fucking. Picked. I like Boy Meets World, but there was not a character in that show I related to at all. I remember like Sean was the closest. So oh, I was you're like, stuck yeah, in Topanga. Yeah. Shut up. No, I'm just kidding. I don't even know what that means. Uh, Minkus. Minkus. Was that the Minkus? I would not compare you to Minkus. He had a son who was on Girl Meets World, which I watched for two seasons before I. What I, I watched that show unashamedly. Purely, no, won't. I watched that show purely because I just wanted to see all the old people come back. All the episodes that were about twelve-year-old dramas, like I don't care about this. Get me the Sean return. You remind me of an Eli, that that teacher. I thought you were going to compare me to uh, Ethan Suplé. Is that the big fat guy Turner? No, oh. it's the big fat guy Vader's in the son, Vader. Right? Vader's yeah. Vader son. <laughs> But he's Jack today. I don't know if you've seen anything yes, play yes. these days. He's Jack. He's the guy in Remember the Titans, right? Yes. Was he? Yes. Yes. He's been in a lot of things, yeah. man. Do you know Ryan Gosling was in Remember the Titans? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many people in that movie. When you look back now, you're like, and they were like not even important in the movie. Like Hayden Panettiere plays the little girl. Yeah. And I'm like, yep. Donald Faison. Like, Donald Faison, who's on Scrubs. Like that doesn't mean shit to most people, but I love Scrubs. So I love Donald Faison. Yeah. I put any of those people on my list. And my last pick that I just thought of would be Biff motherfucking Tanny. <laughs> Fucking Biff. <laughs> Danny's like the guy that watched Karate Kid and rooted for the blonde, rooted for Cobra Kai. Don't worry, Keith. You have plenty of time to change yours. Um, that is my I, list. I just thought of one who replaced someone else. Yeah. I can't believe it. All right, so I'll go, I'll go next. Um, so my list is going to... is. Is really weird. Unless you ruin it. It's really fucking weird. I probably I probably won't ruin it for you. Um, my first one and my unequivocal number one. I know we don't normally do lists here, but I'm gonna say this is my top. If I had to put someone at the front of my Mount Rushmore of fictional characters, number one is Walter White. Yep. Heads hands down, one of the best TV characters ever. The absolute fucking like beginning, the, the beginning to end of that guy and that, you know, when you watch that show, you can relate a lot to the guy that gets treated like shit by everyone gets overlooked by everyone. And some people, this is what you turn to. These are like some, there's a part of everyone that's like, yep. I think I would do this too. You break bad. I think, <laughs> I think I might do this too. If I was in the position, I had the knowledge aptitude, that he had. Yeah, if you yep. had the aptitude to do it so, and you needed it. And for anyone who doesn't watch breaking bad, I, I feel sorry for you, honestly. Me. Um, one, one day, I'll, one, one day, day it's it's it. the greatest show that's ever been made. Um, it's a guy who is a chemistry teacher, uh, finds out he has cancer, stage four, stage four lung cancer, and then decides he's going to start making meth. 
to basically secure to his basically future, secure his family's future his family, after yeah. he dies. Now, as the show progresses, <laughs> it changes quite a bit from that to what is at the end. He gets a little deep into the game. Yeah. So uh, the guy who created the show basically said his goal was to try to take it from Mr. Bean to Scarface. And, and that's incredibly successful. Incredibly successful at doing it. If you watch the first episode of the show and watch the last episode of the show, you would be so confused because and it's one of the and it's the swing in character development, but it's not one that is like, well, that wouldn't make sense in the environment and the way that he portrays himself and like it actually makes the the writing on the show is incredible. The writing for the character is incredible. Everything about the show from beginning to end is perfect. There are very few, if any, episodes of the show that are bad or even average, everything is good to They great. have a show, an episode of the show that's 45 minutes of them trying to catch a fly. And it's, and it's, but it's a pretty so, good episode. It, it's, <laughs> and it's really pivotal to the story, honestly. Very, no, it really, and that's the funniest part. Like, yeah, um, it, you, when you say it like that, you're like, no, yeah. no, that's ridiculous. I don't want to watch that episode. People that, people that watch the show, their first common complaint that I always hear is it's too slow. It's I'm slow like, Listen, the build is slow. Give it time. But the first need- like four or five episodes is a little slow if, I mean, if a guy learning how to make meth is slow to you, that doesn't But seem... I mean, in comparison, you could say the whole first season slow, but I mean, like, everything builds. And if you build too fast, you're going to go shaves, downhill once, too fast. In my opinion, once he shaves his head, the show stops being slow. Yeah, I mean, yeah, slow in comparison, I would yeah, say. Yeah, I mean, it, once, you get, to season, once slow, you get to season two and three, it's not slow anymore. No, exactly. At that point, you're fucking full steam ahead. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So he's my number one, hands down. Uh, I love the actor, but... If I made an, if you gave me an actor's Mount Rushmore, which I'm sure he'll do at some point, he would not be on it. Very soon, um, Cranston. No. Cranston would not be on it. But I love the performance, and I like I like him a lot. Uh, second would be Michael Scott from The Office. Um, Keith was a little confused by this because I think Keith thought of this as like characters that you like that are likable. Which Michael Scott is not. No. He's a very unlikable, but the character itself, he's really funny. Yep. He makes me laugh. Like, there are people on the, there are actors on the office that I like more than Steve Carell. Sure. Yes. But as a, he's the centerpiece of the show. And once he leaves, the show doesn't oh. get terrible, but the quality of the show definitely declines after the he show leaves. begins to end. Yes. When he leaves. No, so, and it's not, it's not. Yeah, I just have a very conflicted view of Michael Scott. It's just, yeah. Well, I think it's a lot lo- of these it, hate relationships. It's ineffable. Yeah. Well, I think I'm a lot of these Mount Rushmore gimmick things could be interpreted. Oh yeah, my, in multiple. Mine are ways. not like people who I like. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, like that's not it. It's just yeah. I mean, I love Michael Scott too, but I also really hate the character almost every time yeah. I watch it. So it's just so, weird. again, <laughs> Office is wonderful show, beautifully written, funny. Even in even towards the end, it has funny moments. It's not as funny at oh, the yeah, end, but no. it's funny. Yeah. It, um, it, it, yeah, but I mean, like, yeah. It, yeah. It's still one of the best comedies of that genre. Even. I mean, you're probably even not of that genre on TV. And now here are the two that I think are going to surprise some people. Going to shock the world here. Let's go. Can't wait. My number three, Nathan Drake. That from the Uncharted's game series. I actually saw that when I was looking through that and knew Nathan Drake would be on yours. I... I, for a long time, was very much a sports video game only guy. And then the game that literally got me out of that was Uncharted 1. Yeah. 
Um, then Uncharted 2, Uncharted 3, and the fourth one, incredible. I never thought that a video game character could literally like engulf people like he has. So I'm I'm saying the video game version. They are make they have yeah. made a movie. I do like the choice of who's playing him. We will see. Video game movies are yeah. notoriously tough. Yes. I did, however, watch the tomb most recent Tomb Raider movie recently, and I liked it very much. And the thing that might that might entice you is the villain in the movie is played by Walton Goggins. Mm-mm. And he's very you you know what he is. If yeah, you've seen no, Justified, yeah. that's who he is. Uh they base it a lot off the most recent video game, the most recent Tomb Raider game, which was really good. So they take a lot of parts of that and they put it into the movie, which I liked. So yeah. anyway, so Nathan Drake is one of my favorites. The fourth game is probably my favorite video game of all time. Um so like I I went out of the box here because I you know I said you know it doesn't have to be TV movies like I almost picked Max Payne for my <laughs> oh wow no that that's a good one that's a good one too. If, if that actually play, is a really good one if you played those played, games very close. if you played those games I mean yeah the only difference between those games and these games is like these games came out when graphics were better yeah whereas the Max Payne games were it, you're still playing square blocks yes basically yeah. PlayStation so like yeah you had story and everything and the game was fun but. Yeah, the characters—they're not as lifelike as they are yeah. in some of these newer games, like the Uncharted games. But yeah, so Nathan Drake is that one, and then my final one is an actor-specific. So it's Chris Evans as Captain America. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, of all the MCU movies, of all the MCU characters, as much as you'd expect Captain America to come off as corny, cheesy. I think Chris Evans plays that role to a point where it doesn't come off like that. Um, I don't know if you've seen any of the Captain America movies. No, just um, like YouTube bits. So the or first whatever. one is okay. The second and the third ones are fantastic. Robert Downey Jr. is in the third yes. one, so you can watch that one. Um, but yeah, I, I I like the actor too, so that has a lot to do with it. Oh, yeah. But like, it's also one of those things. Like all the movies are. They, they all combine they all combine in some way but his story arc from his movie to his last movie which was endgame they all like i'm just thinking of the way i felt about the characters as these movies were going on and at the end like did i feel a sense of happiness with the way they the yeah. character ended its like role and that's one of those things yeah like nathan drake is the same way like the fourth game ended and i was happy with the way it ended and you know Walter White, I was happy with the way that yeah. ended. It's, so it's, for me, I took this as fictional characters, a complete arc. So yeah. if Dexter had had a better run, maybe maybe Dexter it. would be in my fictional, but the show ended so poorly, it we'll it. see yes. if it sure. actually ends correctly. I've seen some of the set photos. It looks like they're going for more of a Fargo look in terms of the places they're filming. That makes sense. So it's in a wintry type like thing so because of the ending of yeah, course but they're not in the pacific northwest okay they've so. already said that he is there's the show is taking place in someplace entirely different maybe in europe where he can go find his fucking kid no i'm dead serious for danny he's watching the show all right so that's my four um some what are the what are, what's the word honorable mentions. honorable mention perhaps from breaking bad as well jesse pinkman um, they literally made an entire movie just about his post show 
situation. His arc, because which really... people called pointless. I loved it. I wanted to see what happened to him. It's the only question I had when the show ended, and they gave that to yeah. me. They gave him a happy ending. Spoiler alert. It was a I liked the movie a lot. I liked the ending a lot. Again, Jesse Pinkman is my uh, second one. Um, I'm going to go with one more honorable mention, and that is John Dorian from Scrubs. Oh, okay. So he, Zach Braff as a whole doesn't do a lot of things that are I like. Yeah. He did Garden State. And Scrubs. And Scrubs. <laughs> That's all. And those are two things. He does a podcast I like. Okay. Which is funny, but it's a scrub. Um, but the scrubs podcast. So it's really, so just, it's really just John combining Dorian. the yeah. things I like about him. I mean, there's, I mean, I had kind of so many other honorable mentions. Oh, yeah. Jim Halpert, fucking Dwight Schrute. I've got a bunch. Andy, Andy Dwyer from Parks and Rec. Ron Swanson, Swanson. from Parks and Rec. Yep. That's like that's these these are all the I have so many, but that's just what happens when you watch so much yeah. TV. Oh, yeah. So, Keith, you're up. All right. Well, I've will start. I have no particular order, and I will say I left Walter White off of my Mount Rushmore, not because he doesn't belong there, but just because Adam put him there, and I want to do something different. But he would certainly be on there in theory, but I wanted to just... Your, your Mount Rushmore's tainted then, because uh, you are clearly saying that you fudged the list because of me. I fudged the list because of you, yes. Now, first, it is a both book and film adaptation. Because they are so similar, it works. It will be Hannibal Lecter. Yes. And on the Mount Rushmore, he has to be wearing the mask. Of course. So this is this is <laughs> the truth priority. Truth be told, other than the one movie where they had the weird kid, young kid play Hannibal, every young single Hannibal. version yes. of Hannibal Lecter, the actor who's portrayed him has done an excellent Mads job. Mads Milkinson did great on yeah. the TV Which show. Which I think version. Danny would like that show. Hannibal. It, it, I I thought the TV it was very different, and that's what I liked. It didn't follow any of the yeah. books and the adaptation. And it's completely off the books. I've saw I've seen Clarice is now a show that is coming to TV, which will focus on obviously Clarice and uh, God damn it, Bill. Yeah. Were people clamoring for a Clarice Starling show? Like, I it don't doesn't think nothing so. about. I don't but think people like that movie because of her. I think as a way to get Silence of the Lambs and Buffalo Bill into a TV show, focusing on Clarice would be... They're still talking about a season four of Hannibal. Are they? They're still... Mads Mikkelsen all the time says he's willing to do it. Yeah. Hugh Dancy said he'll do it. Like, And they, the next season was going to be Clarice, I believe. Right. Because they did Red Dragon, right, in season three? I didn't... I only okay. watched I think, the first I think two they, seasons. I think in season three they do Red Dragon, but... I'm not sure. I'm tired of sure. Yeah. Um, so it would make sense because Will Graham is in it. So yeah, well, exactly. And he, yeah, he is integral to, and Hannibal, I mean, I guess he's part of that, but they went so far off the script with that show that I don't know exactly where they were going with it. After season two, I, I stopped watching it and then it picked back up and I just never picked it back up but. because they come, they're like, they make Will Graham, Go they, to prison they make and him Hannibal go to pr- does the thing. And, with it, him. it threw me for a little being both a fan of the books and yeah. the movies. Yeah. It's like this it is kind, way. Like, it irked me, but I still did like the it's, acting, the characters. They were both Hugh Dancy was incredible as Will Graham. It's a little different, but it's kind of like on Gotham. At one point, they put Jim Gordon in prison. Right, and I go, well, he's not. He can't be the police commissioner yeah. now if he goes to jail. You can't just. You yeah. can't just pretend like, oh no, he didn't go to jail. Like I hate that. But they hate that. from the very beginning of Hannibal, they played Will Graham as though he was a psychopath who was able to control yeah. his urge to kill other people, and that was not. No, that's not Will Graham. No, yeah. but his version of it was still very good. I did yeah. like it. Okay, 
So that would be Hannibal Lecter. Will Graham was not on my Mount Rushmore, unfortunately. <laughs> Dr. Gregory House takes up another spot on the Mount Rushmore. And this is just one of my favorite shows. And it's a character I personally just like because he's just so sarcastic yep. and witty. And it's just... <laughs> A lot of people don't get the humor in the show. Like, I always saw it and thought it was funny, but sometimes, like, I don't know. Other people... Sarcasm watch. is definitely a different... My sister humor. and Dee watched it, and they never yeah. found it funny, and I was like, come on, like, they're... Like, just saying the things he'd say to people who yeah. are going through these medical issues is funny to me. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, exactly. it's, it's, it's not funny to some people. And he but, has a very dark arc as well. You You have to have a dark sense of humor... A little bit to watch shows like that. Right. Yeah. And then I I had to drop one because as we were talking, I thought of my third one from TV, Sean Spencer from Psych. Well, that's a good one. I, shouldn't, I... I could not believe I forgot him. Couldn't believe it either. Because <laughs> that is also one of my favorite shows and another one of the wittiest, Psych is funniest characters. And then last, I'm going to dial into video games, Agent 47. From the Hitman yeah, you, series. Because you can't go with the movies. You cannot <laughs> go with the movies because they are terrible. But that is my Mount Rushmore. And I do have a couple of uh, honorable mentions. I was going to choose Arthur Fleck from Joker. Yes. That was what... Fantastic. Great movie. David Brent from the British office. So he's basically okay. Michael Scott's character, only, as I would say, cringing it up to a level even higher than Michael well, Scott. the first episode of the uh, U.S. office was basically a shot a for shot, shot, for shot yeah. remake yeah. of yeah. the pilot of the British office. Yep. And then they deviate after that. But and Then I have a couple more. Uh, the video game ones were so hard to try to put in there. I got Ethan Mars from Heavy Rain. Connor from Becoming Human Detroit, the cop. Ezio Auditore <laughs> from the Assassin's Creed games. When the Assassin's Creed games were good. When they were good. And Nick Valentine from Fallout 4. Never made it past never, the lizard. Never made it past the, the lizard. lizard in the first 20 minutes of the game. But he's one of your main companions during the game. Oh, good for him. That was my list good and my... Him. Good for him. He he got past the lizard. He got, no, he, he never had to fight uh, the lizard. So do you have any idea what it might be for next week? I'm not putting you on the spot. No, if you don't know, then we well, can move on. I was going to go back to wrestling, and it, I was uh, entertaining best baby face or favorite baby face. Okay. Um. Because I was gonna, you know, a baby face one, and then a heel the sometime one, down yeah. the line. Like, um, so I am entertained that I did have another wrestling one when I picked the best moments, and now I can't remember what it was. Which it was between the moments and that one. I was like, oh, I'll think of it again later. And now I can't think of oh, it. No, it's in your phone. Just for features. yeah. Well, that's what you I have. Like a then, list of things yeah. that you can do. So uh, for now, I will say I don't know, but it, it will probably be wrestling related because we've been a couple weeks. Speaking off of, of wrestling, let's get to the. Let's do it. Hottest part of the podcast. Let's do it. Let's rush through it like Ray and Eddie rushed through this match. <laughs> yeah. Not... Uh, so we uh, reviewed this was Keith's pick Halloween Havoc 1997. Uh, Ray Mysterio versus Eddie Guerrero, RIP. Um, we've seen this match again so many times. Uh, Ballpark, how many times have you seen this? It's my, it's, I've it, probably seen it less than you guys, but it's the match I've watched the most. And that's like why I picked 15. it. 15. 20 times probably 15 to 20 times no easy yeah. yeah easy i would say maybe five to ten yeah it's um, not it's not it wouldn't be on my mount rushmore of matches it was on keys correct i think yes right? it was on mine yes and i, I think it so. would still be on mine yes. i probably have seen i it's got to be upward of 20 
25 times I've seen it. I mean, there are just certain spots that Ray and him do. Not even in that, that just together, but in that match, I mean, there are a couple that everyone knows where he pulls them up to the ropes and does a backflip into the DDT, which I've seen like once. Yeah. Yeah, there's incredible stuff that they even say that they've tried it again. And yeah, they've built. Took, they yeah. built. The, Front flip to the outside, catching him into the Hercrot. And I mean, like, I've seen that before, but rarely does it look as crisp as they do it. Yeah. Sanjay Dutt used to do something similar all the time. Like, oh, the guru. The guru. That's a name I just completely forgot about. But I mean, yeah. Sanjay Dutt. <laughs> Maybe he's next week's. <laughs> Maybe he's going to. Wrestler. Favorite, favorite Sanjay Dutt matches. Mount I'll be Rushmore. officially announcing the end of the random podcast to be named later if I have to find Sanjay Dutt matches to review. Oh dear God! How did he come up again? Oh yeah, the Hurricane. Because the Hurricane. No, but I mean, yeah, like it's it's Eddie and Ray. So there's gonna be a lot of lucha spots in there. Literally, I mean, but it's it has that style that I like, where you kind of they lock up and then oh they're yeah. they're off. <laughs> there was a lot more rest spots in this match than what I remember. I always I always remember this match as being go 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 go. But no, not yeah. really. No, it's not like I remember. I remember Angle and Ray from SummerSlam yeah, that's, as that's, go go go. That's go, what I. That's what the a, kids call a sprint. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's a, sprint. a sprint. But I mean, like, yeah, this this was like a hit where it's a sprint and then you slow down for a couple minutes and then you sprint and then you slow down, hit workouts. I don't know. Mm. High intensity. I have no I idea what you're talking about, but Danny, I understand. Danny, I'm going to nod my head. Yeah. Danny's polite. He's Basically, yeah. Polite. So, yeah, I mean. Oh, I know. I mean, and then I love that avalanche hurricanrana. Like, yeah. They do, yeah. From the Splash Mountain. From maneuver. the Splash Mountain. That's a such a stupid name that I just cracks me up every time. Why is that called a splash mountain? It makes no sense well, to me. Claudio has that like torture Ooh. rack slant. Cesaro has that torture rack slam. Oh, the respect. Alipari water slide. And I've never understood why. He... The alligator water slide? Is that yeah, what you and, yes, exactly. <laughs> the alligator water slide. Sounds dangerous. No, but yeah, no, I'd still say, yeah, no, this is one of my favorite matches. Like, I'm going to take a couple of pictures when I'm in Florida with some gators. Just Please for do. Danny. Please do. And I'm gonna, I'm, I love trust me, dude, if you stick your gators. head right in there, they've never been. What I'm going to no. do, I have a great idea. I'm going to take a picture with two of them, and then I'm going to superimpose your faces on them, and where that's going to be the cover, our new logo. Do they have gators in Florida? <laughs> you know, I've heard some things. I've heard when you're down on the bayou, you see some. The bayou. Bayou, you see some of them. I don't know if they have them. Yeah, the do that thing where they, you slap the nose, and they, they keep their mouth open. Apparently, that's the trick. I th- I, yeah, I'm not sticking my hand I'm anywhere near a game. Also, mouth. if you punch a shark in the mouth, it'll leave you alone. And I also don't believe that because I'm like, if you're punching underwater, your hey, your yes. hand is moving I'm very not slow. If, if as if like the shark will never see me coming. Ah, uh, you're like one day I will get fucking Aquaman over destroyed here, destroyed by a fucking shark. One day. You never go in the water. You never go in the water. Danny, can I tell you? I, go the I got so much fucking anxiety from that thing you posted on Instagram the other night with the ship. Oh, with the fucking oh ship. Oh my yeah. god. I I am so That's like your fear, right? Like your number. Drowning is one, but like if I like the perfect storm, I've never seen the movie. Can't oh, do yeah, giant yeah. waves. Yeah. No. I can't do it. Donna can't do the bottom of ships. Which sounds ridiculous when I say, it. but, but if she sees like, or, or so if you could see the water, yes. she's okay. But, but even like planes, like so, that, the bottom of like heavy ass like machinery. Maybe it's shit. like a claustrophobia thing. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like I like when you your dad goes on submarines and shit. I could never go on a submarine. That's I would cool. literally have a panic attack just being in a submarine. So 
enclosed. It's not Russian. It's going to be okay. And that is a joke about a Russian submarine disaster that killed hundreds of people. Congratulations. I definitely want to go on a submarine. (laughs) Watch that documentary when I go home. I don't know if Um, it's hundreds, but I know a bunch of Russian soldiers died in a nuclear submarine. (laughs) Yeah, I, 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 you posted that thing and like the waves, like, like, I see these videos of people just casually surfing with these 70 foot waves. That, That is. I, I can't even imagine that doing that. And do you know you you die. And do you know that like that's not what a tsunami is? Yeah. Everybody always just, says that yep. tsunamis are these giant eighty foot waves, but they're really not no. that. They're just really strong they're, waves. They're powerful waves that will wash inland. So yeah. like a tsunami, it doesn't have to be thirty feet tall. It can be short, but, but if it washes two miles inland. But land, for dramatic effect in movies, they have yeah, to make it yeah. seventy feet yeah, tall and that's a tsunami. It's gotta yeah, it's gotta be like taller than Los Angeles as it's coming over the entire like fucking twenty twenty or whatever. The, no, the, rock, the rock saved some lives, man. He did he, some things. He did some yeah. True. He he's, he literally flew he, he had the he, easiest job. He was in a helicopter when everything uh, was No, he ruined. swam a boat into a giant wave, buddy. Okay? Did he? I didn't That's see true. the movie. <laughs> saved Gina, uh, the girl. Hopefully not Carano. No, but no, my no, my, my boy Bill Burr was defending Gino Carano the other day when I was like, you know what? Bill Burr can't get canceled. He can't. Uh, yeah, there's certain people who just can't because get canceled. Because they don't give a fuck. And comedi- comedians have the ability to be the ones who just can kind of say anything. It's like, I'm joking. What are you talking? I'm just, I'm just a silly fuck who makes jokes. So Ray Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero, they yep. had a match. Great match. We saw it. Um, uh, conspiracy theories. <laughs> That's a joke about I know what you're doing. <laughs> I'm going to put this out there. There was a SmackDown taping in about 2005 or six that we were there for. <laughs> That's not what I there was. There was a, uh, there was a thing happening where there was a police that surrounded the ring. <laughs> And one of us <laughs> just turned to the other and said, what if Eddie's under the ring? And this is a year after he's dead. This is a year after his death. Because there, there was a part of us when we were younger that really believed in some of these conspiracy theories about fake death, faking your death shit. And if a business exists that is going to do something with a fake death, so it is absolutely going to be professional I mean, wrestling. I mean, they did try as spectacularly stupid as it was when they blew up Vince. They I mean, did they, try they, only, they only didn't finish that because a guy killed his wife. Yeah. This kid. Yeah. That's the only well, reason I they mean, never the finished that reason. angle. Kevin Sullivan was really responsible for that, but we can go into that next week. That'll be another episode. Yeah. <laughs> then Mount Rushmore of who killed <laughs> Anywho. Anywho, uh what do you guys give this match in terms of a number between one, two, three Four or five. I still give it a five. It's 4.5 for me. I'll say four and a half. I'm going to go four. Yeah. Contrarian over here. I think, again, it's because you watch it so many times that you you look at it through a different viewpoint for me. I just have never built it. Like, it's always what I remember it in my head when I watch it. And I think that's why I like it. Because I never like... Man, I thought that was bigger than because I can swear I I don't I can't name any off the top of my head right now, but I'm sure there are a bunch of them in my head where I go, man, I remember that match being amazing. If I watch back, I go, eh, that was just all right, actually. Yeah, well, I think for me, for especially like this match, it's like me watching it and just waiting for that big move. Right. Like well, the, that is what it is because like I for me, I know when it is coming, but it, it, it maybe it's also one of those things where that's kind of defining my younger yeah. wrestling was I was a WCW the guy in the '90s. The youth of Keith Robert Hall. Exactly. The cruiserweights was my kind of style. Cruiser and that was Keith. kind of the epitome of the cruiserweights in WCW in that era. So I don't Because I think if I watched a highlight video of this match, I would get this literally the same 
out of it that I just did what's, watching it. What song would you want over that? Would it be Click Click Boom by a POD? No. That's immediately what I thought of when I think of this match in a highlight video. It's because Ray does click, everything click, POD. Boom. Alive. Riddle me this. Riddle me that. My attire is shit. Well, look at that. That's a reference that's, to Rey Mysterio's terrible that's also, gear. And I didn't even think of it, so now it's 4.25. He took 2.5 off because of the to. shitty gear. No, that I, gear is... I will agree. It is distracting and ugly and diaperish and every let, bad thing you can think of here. Know. Can you think of another gear You know, at a, for a match that you've seen that you're like, oh, that takes away my enjoyment of it? I mean, Ray has a lot of good ones. He like, does. He's yeah. Shawn Michaels to, brown pants. Oh, John Michael's Bob chamber. haircut. Yeah. Is that the brown pants Bob haircut? The, the Pillsbury yeah. Doughboy. The, the Elimination Chamber yes, match. Yes, the worst. He yep. wore, I guess he forgot his gear, I'm assuming. Or he was trying something different. He's trying something new. I remember the Triple H quad. Oh, God. Oh, those. Now, I like those, actually. Because it was just, it was something different. He had know. to wear them because, you know. The, yeah. The yeah, man, yeah. The man was injured. Um, I, no, I was just trying to think of another one. Okay, I can't. I'm, I'm, I'm listening. No, Jericho I'm, when he went to shorts, I still see. I go back and forth on those guys where I get like. Sometimes I like certain guys in the long shorts and or sorry, the long pants. I think and other AJ guys. threw back on short tights. I think I'd AJ freak would. Out. Like, yeah. he'd do the no. biker shorts. Yeah. It would be like, no, he looked way better with the pants. Yeah, yeah. But Jericho. I don't know. I think when he when he's in shape, I can deal yeah. with it. But sometimes I go, yeah, n- not on the short tights when you're like 30 pounds heavier than you should be. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, he's he, got that rock and rocker bod. But I would not. Ne- but a clucker motherfucker. Even though you don't like the attire choice, I don't. I tire sausage. I Italian sausage. We're going well off the fucking rails here, uh, boys. But this, this is what I want. This, this is what I want this podcast to be. <laughs> well, no, we can't end it yet because now we have the big reveal from Danny. Of what wrestler we're going to spend the next three weeks punishing ourselves with, oh. or rewarding ourselves with? Oh, is that yes. what we we picked yes. the wrestler right? Yes. So I picked the wrestler tonight and the match, and then uh, we go we the go round table type this, of deal. This is actually possibly going to be our only round of this because it will literally lead into the week that the network stops being well, around. Maybe we so all pick New Japan or. AEW or TNA. So then in lieu of that, would you want to, well... No, we'll do what we're doing, and then we'll, we'll figure it, it okay. out. We'll figure it well, out. I, There's I enough wanna, shit I want to see there. what's on the network when yeah. it goes to Peacock before I decide let's not do no, it. Yeah, I'd be perfectly happy just not picking WWE guys, so... Yeah. Yeah. All right, so anyway, Danny, But who? for today, it will be a WWE guy. Okay. Randy Orton. Okay. And the match, just because I listened to it, or I uh, heard the podcast between... Him and uh, Edge and Christian the other day. Uh, so it'll be Randy Orton versus Christian at SummerSlam 2011. Okay. Okay. Which I have seen, but I have very little recollection of that time period. Like, I know I, I was watching at that time, but very little. Like, I, I've never watched it back. I know that for mm-hmm. sure. So, But they talked favorite. about it recently? Well, when uh, Orton did their podcast, the Edge and Christian, oh, okay. they talked about. I like, thought you would listen to whole... today's oral sessions with Renee Paquette. Oh, no. Christian. She's pregnant, you animal. Oh, even better. Someone just found my fetish. Dear God. That's disgusting. I'm That's just kidding. so bad. <laughs> All right. So, Randy Orton, I think I already know what my match is going to be, too. I already know mine. Um, not if I pick it first. You won't pick the one I'm picking. Go ahead and announce it right now. You cowards. I will. Go on ahead. three, 
One. Which one here, no, here Keith says. I'm the triple threat with Ray, oh, that wasn't Angle, and Orton. Oh. I'm probably going to pick him and Sean. I was going to do Survivor that or Mankind or Foley. Yeah. Survivor Series. Yes. A match that Dan and I very much enjoy because of the story. It's a beautiful that's why, story. That's why you watch wrestling for the stories. I mean, this Sometimes. could th- this could still cha- this could still change. I mean, okay, so yeah, I, so I reserve my right Keith's to change my in. opinion. Keith is one of those but fickle fackles who well, no, changes his opinion I, the, at the whim. The first two, one and two that came to my mind were the two that I mentioned, but I might think of another Orton match you that could. was the greatest match ever. Randy Orton is one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, so it'd be very easy to come up with multiple matches. Exactly. We should just do this. This should be the Randy Orton the Randy random Orton podcast. Hour. Sure. Until his interview drops. And are we getting him on? No. 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 He's he's still recovering from tonight's um possessing where he puked black oh, Jesus again. Christ. Oh, we're still doing we're we're still on this. Oh no, he lost a match to AJ Styles tonight because he puked black. But did he puke black? Was it like you no, know, it was black. He but puked. was it puke? It was whatever it is. I don't know. He's, he's gonna, gonna. He's gonna. He's, he's gonna, gonna pick. It's whatever possession is overcoming Randall at this juncture. I almost put that movie on the other day. Beyond, Beyond the, the ring. I, I, I was like, Beyond I don't know yet. what you're talking. No, about. No, I saw that on a. Like, is there Netflix. a movie where somebody spews out black? He's well, gonna. He's. That's the movie. Yeah, it's great. Great. Darren Drozdov. Reston. No. No, he's alive. He's, he's still very alive. much alive. He's just very. Was in the the news very much recently because somebody decided to have Ahmed Johnson on a podcast where he shat all over D'Lo because he paralyzed Darren Drozdov. That's not cool. That was fucking 20-something years ago, and chill. And when Droz says it wasn't D'Lo's fault, D'Lo talks to Droz all the time. Mark Henry says he talks to both of them all the time. Now, was it the sky high or the running powerbomb? I always I, heard the sky high, but I think it was the running power. I think bomb. that's just, a, I think the, I think the sky high is just an urban legend. Yeah. Because, because he like, still did that move after, after which and he wouldn't, wouldn't yeah, have it. Ed draws explains that he went too far back when take, he didn't take a flat bump. He fell. Back. It was a freak accident. And, and, yes, you do yeah. that a hundred times and sure. that same yeah. botch happens. He probably doesn't get paralyzed right. no. from it. Like it's a weird thing. That but I just, that's what, one of those that I've always but, yeah. Heard multiple. Okay, well, it was this one or that. I'm one. almost pot because the way Draws described it when he took like he took some ownership over, it, which is shocking. If you break your own neck, a lot of guys will just blame the other guy. Yeah, well, that's because Delo's a pretty great guy, yeah. so yeah. no one's gonna bury Delo because he's awesome. So, but I mean, especially Powerball, I can easily imagine you just instead of falling flat, you kind of roll yourself back and you're on your neck. Like it, yeah, yeah. it's. The wrestling business is a dangerous business. That's true. It, it ain't ballet, as the kids it say. It really ballet. ain't. It really ain't. And you know what ain't? This podcast. Unless it ain't no more. Sunny Kiss. It is ballet, then. I'm just saying, she does a lot of ballet-ish moves. He? Anyway. I don't uh, know what she's go- I don't going know. for. I don't know anymore. I don't. We live in a world. Saying, he, he twirls around a lot like a ballerina, yeah. okay? Uh, yeah, I know. He's she. I think it's a she. I think she's is, she. Is she see? I think it's she. I don't know. See, I, I was being kind enough I, to give the label he, see, she. See, the problem with it is, is on commentary sometimes, JR will, will say one, and then the other, then someone the else other. will say the other. So, like, I'm not trying to be offensive no, to this I, person. I, I just, I literally don't know. I know Nyla. Nyla, Ish. Nyla, yeah, Nyla. That's a straight up Nyla transition yes. or whatever. But yeah. I'm like, I don't know what Sunny Kiss is going for. I yeah. said she because it reminds me of she because she reminds me of her. Yeah. 
That's all that. We're going to sign off for this week. Uh, I think we'll, I think we'll be back next week, Thank but God we also no one might be canceled. <laughs> no one made it two hours into this podcast, but uh, you know, I enjoyed doing this shitty podcast. I'm lying, but I'm uh, looking forward to doing another shitty podcast or the Randy Orton hour with both of you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Up in horsey heaven, here's a thing You trade your legs for angels' wings And once we've all said goodbye You take a running leap and you learn to fly Spread your wings and fly, spread your wings and fly.